was no game for Swindon Town men's side, they said. It was going to be a quiet show. Might not even be able to do one, they thought. But no, it's Friday night, it's nine o'clock, and it's time for Fools Rush In. We've got games, we've got chat, and we've got guests all lined up for you this evening. But before all that, let's roll the titles. Take my hand. Take my whole life too. But I can't help falling in love with you. And let's start by saying hello to the first of tonight's panellists. Good evening, Rich. How are you, pal? Evening, mate. How are we? Very well. Um, we were saying off camera, unusual to see you on a Friday. <laughs> I thought I'd make a special appearance on a Friday. Yeah, it's uh, good, to, good to be on. Uh, Got to be for the birthday eve, boy. Uh, thank you very much. I, I appreciate your time and effort in celebrating my birthday early. <laughs> thank you. No uh, worries. Someone who it's not a surprise to see on a Friday night. Hello, Joe. As we all know, all the best people are born in January. That is it going, it's, the month, it's the month of the goat, isn't it, mate? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So uh, not long till mine and uh, obviously yours tomorrow. So it's all good. Indeed. We, we will be another year older and almost certainly another year wiser, won't we? Um, well, another year bolder, maybe. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's uh, <laughs> there's there's less being spiked up day by day. More well, down here these days. Than yeah, exactly. Mate. Yeah, you, you got it. Yeah. Um, next up, let's say hello and good evening to Woody. How are you, pal? Good evening, 5P and lads. Happy birthday for tomorrow, 5P. You're okay? Thank you. Yes, thank you very much. Yes, I'm very well, thank you. Are you? Yeah, not too bad, although I have just popped you a message. I don't know if you've seen it um, for one of from one of our guests. Um, uh, that, that means one of our regulars hasn't read his message then. Yes, exactly. And I can't find a way to send it. So, uh, but yeah, I'll try and do that if you want whilst uh, you're carrying on with introductions. Um, well, I'll tell you what, I'll sort the link. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> ever, ever the professional podcast, this, isn't it? Um, we're delighted uh, tonight to be joined. Um, well, we're, we're going to be joined by two members of uh, Swinning Town Women's Side. But uh, first, let's say hello and good evening. Uh, to Alice Bowden, how are you? Welcome back to Fools Rush In. Thank you very much. Very happy to be back. And we are delighted to welcome you back. Did you, uh, it's still just early enough in the year to say, did you have a, a nice Christmas and New Year? Oh, it seems like so long ago, but I had a lovely one. I hope you guys did too. We did. Thank you very much. I love watching Woody's camera just go on and off as he, as he tries to sort this himself with quality. Uh, while he does that, um, I think we'll, we'll jump straight into it um, while we've got you here and, uh, and let's talk Swindon Town women. Um, we are at the beginning of, of 2023, but it, we can't sort of go on without saying what a year 2022 was for women's football in general, especially in this country. And, and um, sort of how you, you know, as we start a new year, how you look back on, obviously there was the Lionesses and stuff, but but you yourself and Swinning Town Women as well, how you look back on 2022? I think, to be fair, for women's football in general, it was amazing. But I think even for Swinning Town Women's, it was an amazing first start of the season, obviously. 
having a new manager in, um, a few of the girls leaving, obviously re-leaving and things like that. It was a little bit unsteady, but I think we've just shown how resilient we are. We've like come out fighting and the results have showed that. So it's been good and it's been great to be a part of like that club and just falling in love with football again. Um, you used the word resilient there and following the the social media for Switzerland, I've noticed that saying coming up a lot, the, the three words, resilient, competitive, together. Is that sort of the three words you think best um, best describe the, the team as a whole? Do you know what? I didn't even realise that. But now you said it, since coming back from Christmas, I think it's really shown us how resilient not even resilient we are like just how close as a bond we've got like I missed all the girls over Christmas and sometimes you know absence make the heart grow fonder and seeing everyone come back together on Tuesday and everyone talking to each other everyone having a good time and coming together at training it just shows us how far we've really come as a team from especially last year I think there was a few different not like holes but just like a few different gaps in the team and stuff like that with people but I think this year we've all come together and we are really strong and that's what's sort of getting us through those 90 minutes. Like last, like the previous season, I think sometimes you sort of crumbled after like 50, 60 minutes. But this season, we, we're all working for each other and we've all got each other's backs. And I think that's showing when we're playing 90, 90 plus minutes every week. Well, speaking of people having your back, um, Woody certainly has. And Bryony has as well, as she's now managed to join oh, us. Is she? Evening, Bryony, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Was waiting for Ned to send me the link, but he didn't, so that's great. I, te I texted him and everything uh, a short while before we started. And said, "Am I okay to leave you to send Bryony the link?" And <laughs> clearly hasn't seen it. Um, I, I was just asking. Um, we are still early enough in the year. Did you have a, a nice Christmas and a, and a good New Year? Yeah, it's been it's been really good. Thank you. I had I've had exams all week, so I've kind of forgotten about Christmas. That's old news now. But finished those, and it's all good. And how do you think they went, gut feel? Uh, I think the one today went really well. Uh, the others, Good. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we started off with the question about um, what year 2022 was for, for women's football. How, how do you look back on last year? Um, it was really forward. Um, really, really, like, great um, attendances all across the UK. Um yeah, everything's been really, really good for women's football and it's great to see, really. No, absolutely. Um, Alice, the, the thing that came from a lot of it was we, we heard about the impact that what the Lionesses did was going to have on women's football. Now, we're, we're what? We're sort of six months on, so it's not a lot of time in the grand scheme of things, but do you think we're already starting to see that a little bit? I think so, especially with the integration of Beth Mead winning Sports Personality of the Year. Obviously, um, I'm a celebrity. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. seeing those women's football and footballers in the mainstream and people thinking like, oh, yeah, I recognise them. Yeah, I've seen them on the telly and now the World Cup happening in the summer. And obviously, it's going to be all over the pubs, hopefully. So everyone having a drink in the summer can hopefully see it. So I'm hoping that will drive women's football on to have more viewers. But I think us winning and the men's team, obviously, in December, not winning so much. I think <laughs> the women have just got to pull it through for everyone, haven't they? Like we always do. So here's hoping. Well, that, I mean, you, I've always said you can't argue with fact. And the fact was that, that the Lionesses <laughs> did and, and the men's team, let's face it, got, got nowhere near. Um, Woody, let me ask you, um, 
the, the same sort of question. Do you think looking from sort of the, the younger levels and, and moving up, we'll, we'll see more um, participation in football with, with what we saw last year um, in terms of girls playing and, and then moving up into to older teens and, and adults? Yeah, I think um, younger girls, definitely. Um, I think that there's still going to be a struggle with that kind of 15 to 18 bracket. Um, but uh, you get that struggle with boys as well. And if, if you put it in the grand ratio of kind of how many boys footballers there are compared to girls footballers, it's not it's not really going to be that far off in terms of dropping in percentage wise. And, you know, Al- um, Alice and Brian make good points there in terms of the, I guess, the, the the impact that the World Cup had, and it was almost like uh, sorry, um, Euros had, but it's almost like um, COVID kind of did women's football a favour in some ways because as the, it delayed the uh, as it delayed the Euros, we've got the buzz of the Euros is going to calm down, and then all of a sudden the World Cup's going to be here almost straight away. So um, I think that's going to have an impact. I mean, just looking around in terms of because um, obviously. <laughs> In, in in different for, uh, circumstances of me not being involved necessarily with the game now, I do go to see my niece play quite a bit when I can. And, you know, I just go there training on nights where, um, you know, most of the girls' teams are training and most of them have got, you know, squads of 14, 15. And um, I'm sure Bowds and Bry will agree that in Wiltshire, it's always been really low. Um, you know, it's never been kind of the same numbers in participation as like the Oxfordshire Leagues and the Bristol Leagues and things like that. So... I think Wiltshire is almost a really good uh, measure as to to how much it's improving. Um, And, you know, I even look at our very own, you know, with the Swindon girls, the under 18s, you know, it's, uh, they're in a, you know, a very good league that's managed to keep 11 teams going this year. Um, And most teams, you know, aren't having to drop to nine aside or anything like that this season. You know, I'm going out to watch them tomorrow to catch up with some of them as well. And it's just, um, you know, you, you kind of, it's good to see that even despite, even with, the, you know, not having a game for potentially a month because of all the weather and stuff like that, but teams must be doing something right to keep girls engaged. And I think like Bowds has said already, those that building the atmosphere is a big thing um, in women, in, not, in, not just in women's or girls football, but I think it's more of an emphasis in women's and girls football that building that kind of team emphasis is massive and making sure that, um, there is a togetherness. I felt it this season when I was with, with the ladies. Um, you can definitely sense that. And that's not disrespect to those who were there and aren't there this year. Um, but you can just sense there is a little bit more kind of belief. Is that spurred on by um, the Euro success? Maybe, possibly. Um, can women, uh, are women becoming more idolised now for footballers? Of course they are. You know, you look at Jill Scott, we all saw her in the jungle, as Bald said, that we just saw how awesome she is as a person. I absolutely love Jill Scott. I think she's just brilliant. But, um, you know, and then we see like Beth Mead beating off, you know, awards that Lewis Hamilton used to walk and, and, and things like, and, and used to things like that. So it's, it's, it's definitely getting there. Um, and I don't think it's at a tokenism level. I, I generally think it's people are actually enjoying watching the women's game, the women's side of the game now. And it, it, it will, it will continue to increase. It might have a dip at some stage, but everything always does. But yeah, it's um, it's it's promising. It's looking good. And Joe, from a, a different perspective, let me ask you the similar question because, um, like myself, you went to to see kind of your first uh, women's games um, during 2022, and you've been on a few times and gave glowing 
uh, recommendations to, for people to go and watch. Do, do you see for for fans like yourself who have just sort of started going, see it to to carry on, and you'll be go, carrying on to go and watch in twenty twenty three? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll be I'll be there as often as as things allow, work or whatever. And yeah, you know, I've said before, I was I was probably I was oblivious to the sort of standards of women's football. And, you know, when I, I went to watch the girls last year for the first time and I was amazed how, how good the standard was, um, you know, and obviously, so that obviously through, through the levels is getting better and better, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I've been really impressed every time we've been, luckily there's been plenty of goals in the games I've been to. So that's always been good fun, but um, yeah, I mean, it's great. And it, cause it, you know, it's given, as a as a young lad growing up, you've always you got your heroes, ain't you? Your your David Beckham, your Rio Ferdinand, whoever it would be. And now this is this is given the the young girls now somebody to look up to, somebody to, you know, I want to be Jill Scott or I want to be a Beth Mead or whatever. So Alice Bowden. Yeah, or, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so um, but yeah, so that's only a good thing. I I think it's great. Um, and and I think the the obviously the push that the massive push that the, the women's games had in the last year or so is, is, is really good. I mean, let's, let's be fair. It's better than the men's game. And well, certainly, certainly uh, more successful at the moment, isn't it? That, that, that's one thing for sure. Uh, Rich, before we uh, carry on with the question, it'd be wrong not to, to ask you your opinion on that. Do you think after such a, such a small um, bit of time, in the grand scheme of things, we're already seeing the impact in in football, uh, maybe even in football culture as a, as a whole. Yeah, I think yeah, you used the word culture there, and I think uh, and as Joe literally just said there, I mean, um, young girls and maybe even boys as well. Probably, I mean, one would hope as well that start to look up to um, players like Beth Mead and Jill Scott. Uh, and all those kind of you've got Frank Kirby in there as well, like absolute mint players, uh, absolutely playing. But also, I tell you another thing as well is the coverage that Sky Sports have been given of the WSL as well. That um, that's being uh, done on a weekly basis now, and you've got maybe one or even two games possibly there as well. So it's good to see that that's being shared out uh, across. Uh, following on from the men's games. And I think that's been quite smart as well. I'm not entirely sure how many viewers the uh, those Premier League women's uh, games are getting, but I think they're getting quite a lot. And the fact that stadiums are being filled out now for these teams, like, for example, Newcastle as well, they filled their stadium twice over. Um, uh, and they're in the same division, different, obviously, part of the country, um, as Swindon are in. So for me now, to see the growth in such a small amount of time is absolutely fantastic to see. And to see those scenes at St. James's Park, I mean, that's what you want to see. You want to see that. And that's the hope I have. I mean, obviously, Swindon's a small, in the grand scheme of things, is a small club. But also... Well, don't, don't tell half our fan base that. <laughs> <laughs> um but what I mean, what I mean is the the dream, and I'm sure it is for the girls as well, to see uh, that county ground absolutely packed out for like a, a really big game. Uh, I mean, it may take some time, but when that time does come, 
I mean, it's go- it's going to be it's going to change the whole whole feel of our town um, and our fan base. And you know, it's it's going to be nothing but good things. But in the whole grand scheme of things, to to see the whole women's football culture itself it just growing and growing and growing, and it is going to keep on growing. I mean, they haven't even scratched the surface yet. And that's probably the good thing. That's probably the best thing that can happen right now is just to see that keep growing. And it is fantastic to see. Absolutely brilliant. And like Alice said as well, um, to see these, um, these girls that were playing in the, um, in the summer, being on TV, being interviewed by some of the best, greatest hosts, um, like Jonathan Ross, um, Graham Norton, Etc. And then being in the uh, in the jungle as well, and BBC personality. So, um, you know, it's it, it's only getting better, and it's uh, it's it's only uh, it's only going to grow stronger as well. Well, you've neatly segued me into my next question um, for Alice. First, if I can, you used the word hope, um, Rich. So Alice, let me ask you: What are you looking forward to in this coming year? What are you hoping for um, for, for for yourself and and for and for the team? Just hoping we can build on the momentum that we've had in the previous games coming up to Christmas. Obviously, we've had a bit of a bad run of weather and things like that. But hoping that on Sunday we can just kickstart the year and just get an, get another win in and just continue that. We've got a, a new player joining us on Sunday for our game. So it's getting her into the team and, you know, seeing what she can offer us, which is going to be very valuable. So here's hoping that the rest of 2023 is going to be a good season. She can play in all weathers as well, can't she, Belts? Let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, same question for uh, same question for you, uh, Brian. What are you hoping for 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 this coming year? Um, I just think for it to continue, really, especially into the new season, because I feel like with every season that we have, we have like lots of changes and stuff, and it'll just be nice for us to be able to continue what we have now into the new season, whether that be um, managers, players, just continue the great run that we've had this past few months, just because with COVID and everything, like two seasons ago, we we only had like two months playing football. And then to try and get back into that, it took quite a while for us to like get into the swing of playing at that level again. And I feel like it's just kind of clicked in the past few months. So it'd be nice for us to just continue that. Um, it's a interesting use there. The word um, "continue" actually, because we've we've seen um, that there were attendances um, and you know bigger attendances, etc. When you got to play at Foundation Park, and then you got a couple of games at the County Ground back end of of last year as well. Is I, I presume it, it seems fairly obvious for me to say that that's something you'd both like to to carry on more games at Foundation Park and, and obviously the County Ground. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's not it's not the fact that people don't want to come watch us. It's it's just a, the commute there, getting there on a Sunday. You don't really want to be traveling 30, like 45 minutes, if depending on where you live in Swindon, just to go and watch a game. Like if it was just five minutes down the road in the main center of Swindon, definitely you're going to be watching that. So it's not a choice. It's not a choice that they don't want to come. So hopefully in the um coming months we do get a few more games there and we do bring attendances up like we have um, Woody that's actually something you've said to us in the past as well isn't it that the the more 
the, the games can be played in the in the centre of town, the more chances there'll be more regular and bigger attendances as opposed to travelling out of town. Yeah, well, it almost feels kind of um, kind of uh, trying to think of the right word now, kind of hypocritical to be telling us telling people to go watch their local team and they don't play locally. Um, it's you know, and it's always been you know, about to remember and Brian remember the days of even playing out at Shrivenham. You know, it's kind of even that really, it, it, that's still not Swindon. <laughs> it's still not, you know, and it's, um, and, and I get it. The, the, the difficulties we've got is just around town. There isn't the facilities, it, you know, until Foundation Park was built, um, they couldn't really go to Swindon Supermarine because Supermarine themselves had a women's team. Um, Highworth, you know, that was kind of, well, Highworth in itself is a bit of a, a bit of a circus in terms of the amount, the clubs they've had, the amount of teams they've had at that at Highworth. Um, but, it's um, yeah. So it, I think it will, you know, it will increase. And as I've said, the the key challenge is always going to be the attitude. Um, and you know, I agree. I agree with with Steve on that one. You know, it's it, it is about changing those kind of attitudes more than anything. That like there will be games where the next game might not have as many. You know, in my opinion, even the Plymouth game a, few, a couple of months. Uh, Say a couple of months ago now, I don't even know what month we're in. Um, but even <laughs> even even the Plymouth game, to be fair to me, even I looked at that and I was like, oh, do you know what? That's not as high as I thought it was going to be. It was still very impressive. Um, but you know, they will have dips like that because some people just they make plans on a Sunday afternoon, especially if they've watched football on a Saturday as well. So, um, but I just hope the club, um, you know, the club in general don't go, oh, the attendances might dip a little bit compared to what we're used to, but we've just got to keep that attitude going. I know, you know, obviously I'm not there anymore, but I know that there was plans talking about what's going to happen next season, you know, a very promising. Um, so, you know, as long as that, as long as that carries on and it's attractive to, to play uh, to potential players as well. You know, it's, um, although I quite like Fairford, it's a traditional, you know, it is a very traditional ground, um, Although now going there, it just you're just like the food, Woody. What are you on about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does, try, try, try working in Fairford, Alice. It's, um, <laughs> but yeah, now now I work there. Unfortunately, when I go watch the girl, when I go watch women play, it's like um, just going to work again. Um, but yeah, it's. It, I just, I just think having, you know, it's so much easier having that local. You get all the local interest from the girls and. Um, you know, hopefully it will enable more connection with the foundation and the foundation will be able to help out more with like promoting mascots and doing all of this kind of stuff um, that they that they wouldn't necessarily be able to do at Fairford. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting times as, as Steve, as you just flashed up there, Steve, by Steve, um, that, you know, it, it is a really exciting time to be at the club um, or not be at the club in my case, but or to, be, <laughs> to be at the club. Um but yeah, and it and it will continue to grow, and we've seen it already. Bowles has already mentioned about the signing of um, Hannah Hale, I think it is. Um, you know, and I know that there's other clubs. There's still players contacting me now, going like, "What what is Swindon Town doing, etc." And um, so, you know, it's 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 generating a massive interest. And um, the more girls that get interested, the more parents that are going. The more parents that are going, the more brothers, sisters, all of that kind of stuff are going. I was interested to ask about Joe actually, because obviously. Joe, you go with your daughter, Georgia, um, who I, I don't believe has never really played as such as she. I don't, I'm not, not too sure. How did how did she feel watching that being, you know, kind of a teenage girl 
um, going to watch. Yeah, I mean, she, I think obviously she's she's grown up in the, with the men's game, coming to men's game with me, and I think she just liked the being so close to the action more than anything. You know, you're you're right in amongst it. You're right next to the. You know, you can hear people swearing at each other and referees <laughs> giving wrong decisions and giving the referee a bit of stick, and that's what we love, isn't it? And it's, uh, you know, the, the the one I remember was the was the Bournemouth game. The referee in that game was horrendous, and uh, some of the some of the stuff we were shouting and some of the stuff even the referee was good fun. And you don't you don't get that in a big stadium in a big match. You don't you don't hear all that the extra stuff. So you also don't get Kitman sent off either. <laughs> oh, yeah. <exactly. laughs> Hi Steve. <laughs> Hi Steve. <laughs> I know, yeah. I mean, she's uh, she's bugging me all the time now to to go back and, and watch. So it's men's on the Saturday and women's on the Sunday. So it's all good. <clears throat> um, Alex, you mentioned the game this weekend. Just before we we touch on that, I we've um, when we've been discussing the the men's team, uh, particularly over recent weeks, uh, a certain phrase has been used. Um, by those who are trying to be negative, and that's about false positions. I, I, I did happen to, um, in advance of this, load up the league table for the women's team, and I, I, I briefly sent it to Woody just to check I was looking at the right thing, and, and Woody said, no, that, that is right. Swindon have played considerably less games than everybody else. So if ever there was a team in a false position... Winning four and losing two of six when there's teams that have played sort of nine and eleven in the in the league, it's Swindon is certainly that, isn't it? Yeah, well, we are in a false position, but hopefully it's going to be a position that keeps us instead with seeing how well or not well everyone's done. So trying to obviously we want to win every game, but just trying to win every game and see where everyone is is going to be in good stead for us, I think. Um. We were, something else that, that we've discussed is whether, I mean, we as fans, we argue about whether it's better to have the points or to have have the games in hand. From your perspective, are you, when you look at that table, are you quite happy having games in hand or would you rather have played them and, and see where you are literally level for level? I think as a player and a captain, the the sort of run that we've been on and where we've been so consistent and just the flow of games we had, I was a bit upset that we had a few games cancelled because the momentum, let's hope it hasn't stopped, but then like we had a few games cancelled, then it was Christmas. So we've sort of had that stale sort of mate. So I'm not looking forward to the first 10, 15 minutes on Sunday because I just think it's the first game back and we're going to be a bit unsteady. But um, if... we're going to get through it and it's just going to be one of them things. But I would have rather just played it. But now... Looking back at looking back, I do think if we boss the next couple of training sessions and Sunday's game, I think we're more than likely to get it. Um, if if you don't mind, excuse me for just a second. Sean's commented that he, he hardly got chance to read the table, so I'm just going to block us all out for a second, so he's got chance to look at that properly. Uh, but unfortunately, it goes right in the middle of you two, as opposed to us. <laughs> yeah. See our ugly mugs, um, bright bright Alice. What's that, sir? Um, Obviously, you've played a lot of the teams in there now. Is is there any? Do you look at that and go, "There's definitely three points there," or are you not being that complacent yet? I don't think you can be complacent because I think in this league, once you do get complacent, complacent, then it sort of bites you on the ass. So I think 
no matter what te- you think you're going to beat a team, no matter what, I think you've got to sort of have the attitude that it's going to be a tough game and give it everything mm-hmm. because I've been in games where we thought we were going to win and we really didn't win. It, it was sort of like that Larkle game last season, wasn't it? Yeah, that Larkle game, we sort of went into it. I don't think we've. I didn't. I didn't. I don't think we all thought we were going to win, but we thought it'd be a little bit easier than it was, and they gave us a really good test. The same like that um, Wiltshire Cup game a few weeks ago. Obviously, oh, yeah. we did have a mixture of different squads, but sometimes you get you might go into a game thinking, even though you've got a mixture of squads, that you're going to do half all right. But they came out the better team. And. Uh... Going following on from Woody's initial question, Ryan, do you agree with with uh, what Alice was saying there as well about complacency? Yeah, definitely. I think every team that you see in that league, if we are on our A game, we will we will get a result out of that. But it's we need to be in that mindset. We can't think that we're going to go into it completely the better team. We need to think that we need to be on our game to be the better team, not just turn up and think that we are. So, yeah, I think we can't be complacent, but we need to be mindset that we can win. Okay, um, that's back to you then. And it's uh, you, you kind of already mentioned it's the return of football this weekend for, for the women's team. Um, uh, the development team have got a game as well at, at Down Ampney against Plymouth on Sunday, but first team are at Southampton um, in the second round of the plate. Like I said, you're you're kind of not looking forward to the, the that 15 minutes or so, but it'd be good to get back out there, won't it? Oh, I'm so excited to get back out there with all the girls and kind of put into play what we've been working on the last couple of weeks. We've been working hard on a few different things, which would be really nice. And just to get out there and enjoy playing again. And I think last time we played them, they did beat us 4-0. But looking back at the game, I just don't really feel like they deserved it. Felt like it was a big, it was a big sting after that game. I felt quite upset, but having watched it back the last week or so, there's been so many good points. So just hoping that on Sunday we can rectify that. And the winners, if I read up on it correctly, get the chance to play Villariki in the quarterfinals. So as someone who was um, majorly annoyed by how the men's team sacrificed all of the cup competitions this year. I really, really hope that, that you're able to to get the result and and go on a bit of a go on a bit of a cup run. Yeah, everyone loves a cup run, so fingers crossed. Um, again, if same question for you, Bryony. When you look at at the plate game, is is it one that you you think it's going to be a tough game? Obviously, but but win a ball and a, and a chance to progress. Yeah, I definitely think so. The the last. Um... The last plate game that we had, that was Salzy, right? Just double check in, Alice. Salzy? Hey, I can't even yeah. remember what I had for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> you I, think it was I normally throw someone under the bus for that sort of question. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it was Salzy. And Let's go with it. Whoever we had. Yeah. And yeah, it was a it was a really good game, I think. There was we literally clinched it in the last minute no, of the game. I think you're right. That was such a good game. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, we literally won in the literal last minute of the game. Ten yeah, minutes like out of time seconds. at the end. Yeah. Um, so that was a really good game. And it just shows... Oh, oh, thanks, thanks, Steve. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah. And I think 
cup games are always like that. It's always fun to go into the cup. So yeah, very excited for this weekend. Um, and then I suppose the the question kind of linking the last two in together, and, and Brian, I'll start with you this time, um, if I can, is mm -hmm. is ultimately what represents if if we don't look at twenty twenty three as a year, but we look at the current season, what from where it started to where we are now, what would now constitute a good season, do you think? Um, I think we had this conversation a few weeks before Christmas as like a team and spoke about what our goals are. And I think for us, top four, top five, potentially, dependent on, obviously we've got quite a few games still to play, so we can't really definitely say an exact number, but we did say top four, top five, get as far as we can in the cup. Um, yeah, I think that would be that would be really good for us. And like I said, just continue what we have this year into next season will be great. So, so build, so top half in the league, maybe a cup, uh, carry on the cup run and, and just build on the, on what has already been and, and the momentum that the team have got behind them. Then. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Nice. Um, do you agree with that, Alice? Or are you looking even, even bigger? Are you looking like, no, top two? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't fault that. But if you look at the ones that are at the top of the table, we have beaten them. So I do think it is doable. I'm quite ambitious. I do think it is very doable. I like but... that. I just want to. I just want the girls to continue working well together, having fun, and equally just winning games. Try not to put too much pressure on ourselves, but to equally put pressure on ourselves. If you know what I mean. Does yeah, no, I, I do. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. But I just want to continue all the hard work that we've done. Like we've all learned so much this year, and we've all worked together. And I just want to see that progress. And I think we're only we're only as good as the person next to us. So just keeping each other like just keeping each other going and keeping each other wanting to do more and learn more because that's how we're going to get better is not just by us but by our teammates as well so it's just continuing that we're going uh, right inspirational <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll in, uh, the captain there, uh, manager in the making there, <laughs> <laughs> um woody you may have mentioned one or a hundred times that you're not Involved anymore? <laughs> However, think else, you're joking. You're not. <laughs> no, I'm not, mate. I'm not. I know. I know. Um, it seems like I never left. The it, it stands to reason, though, that that you've that you know most, if not all of them, well, uh, all of the team well enough to know what what you believe they're capable of. How how far can this current group go? Do you think uh, they might get relegated next season potentially? Um, <laughs> No, I mean, I've always, you know, I, I generally think even last season, the, girls, the first team especially underachieved, really. Um, I think that they are they are a good bunch. And, and I think the fortunate, the unfortunate thing is, is that signings will happen. Players will be signed. Players will be moved on. Um, it, it, and we talked about the false position earlier. It's difficult because when you look at the, they ha you guys haven't played money fields yet. Um, you haven't played Cardiff yet from memory. Um, you know, so there's a few. And I, I think you haven't played St. Austell yet, have you either? I know St. Austell at the other end of the table. But so it, it, in some ways it is a false position because you've kind of played some teams twice before you've played other teams once type thing. And it's, um, um, but yeah, I, you know, I have, you know, I've, I've said for, for, you know, the last couple of seasons now that, the foundations are there to start setting up the youths. They're going to have to push thing, uh, push things through. Um, 
for that group of players. They found, you know, there's a few players that maybe weren't in form last season that are definitely in form last, uh, this season. You know, we've got to look at, um, in the nicest respect, obviously, Balji were returning from, I guess, maternity leave, if we use a correct term, last last term. And now Very you're, polite. you know, <laughs> running running fit. Um, and, 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 and even like the likes of Bry coming back from injuries and, and all that kind of stuff. So, um it's you know it's going in the right direction. The girls, you know, I'm I'm confident. I think I think a top four finish is is realistic. Um, but as as Bald said, there's no no team in in this league that can be really taken for granted. Um, you know, because there will be. I think I actually tipped when I looked at that that I thought Cardiff and Southsea were going to be the top two this season um, because I knew how strong Southsea were last season. Even though they you know they they come down, I think they finished kind of the last relegation space of the, of the team of the league above um, and they were quite strong and then obviously it was a very close game between us and them at the beginning of the season and then obviously we beat them in the last round of the cup so it really goes up and down but um, you know for me girls as long as you fucking beat Moneyfields that's all I really care oh, about yeah. <laughs> um, I, don't, I, don't care, I don't care what else happens after that um, but yeah Positive, positive. What's going to happen? Positive goal difference, top half finish. That's a guarantee. I think these this this bunch this season, um, and it's in it's in their hands, in your guys' hands as to as to how um how high you want to go. I think it is a big mental thing. Um, I think we've seen the ability. The Bournemouth win at Foundation Foundation Park was huge. I don't think people, only people that, and this is in the greatest respect, only people that watch the game watch regularly. And know about how much funding goes into Bournemouth and all this kind of stuff. Know how big a win that actually was, um, you know. So it's uh, plus I don't like Bournemouth either. So it's um, it was quite, <laughs> I was quite happy with that. And Steve got sent off. Um, so it's, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this this group. If you know, I don't, but I got I got to reiterate that they can't be disappointed if they don't um, finish in that in that in that top four because. I genuinely think that looking at the teams at the beginning of the season, the aim would have been to stay in the division this season to consolidate and then, you know, really push on next season. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, there won't be any change in management and things like that. And it will just stay as it is a nice bit of consistency going into next season. But yeah, I, I'm, I have full faith in, in Bowds, Brian and the rest of the girls. I think they'll, um, they'll smash it the rest of the season. Um, you've mentioned uh, and and he's popped up in the chat and everything else, Woody. Steve, Steve, have more mentioned than anybody else. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to say uh, to him or about him uh, before we could draw a line in the sand at all? No, uh, me is that a me? Yes. Or... Yeah, oh, sorry, yeah. sorry. Think, yeah, you're the only one nicknamed Woody on, in this six that I'm aware of. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't hear you say. Woody. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, obviously, I saw the news. I, you know, Steve's a good friend of mine and Rich's and Steve came over with me from Abingdon. So I think, um, but the, yeah, you won't ever, ever. <laughs> when, he get, when he gets married, that's coming up in his best man speech. Um, I don't care oh. who his best man is, it's coming up. Um, but the, um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I just, I just wanted to say as well, like I'm sure the girls will vouch for it, that it's when you go into coaching, it's it's a different story. You kind of have a bit of a selfish agenda as well that you're going to be a good football coach. But volunteers like Steve, there's many others like him as well, but volunteers like Steve who are, dare I say, the donkeys carrying the kit, what you know, sorting out the washing of the kit, putting the kits out, making sure that the girls have got. He was exactly the same with me at Abingdon. 
Um, you know, and uh, I know that he was thinking for workhorse a long time. Workhorse is the term you're looking yeah, for. Workhorse, sorry, yeah. Um, donkey, donkey for Steve. Workhorse for everybody else. Um, but, the, um, but I'm sure, I'm sure, Bouds and and Bry will, will agree that you know people like like Steve who just give up their time to just make sure that everybody's catered for in in some ways. You know, um, well done, Steve. I'm sure he'll, he'll be back in the game at some point, maybe with me on my next move, but it's, um, it's but no, um, genuinely, and I, I'd like me to thank him. He's crying well. now, would he? Oh, good, good. <laughs> um, I, I, and I'd like to thank him because he did help me a lot at Abingdon as well. Um, and then obviously he came over with me to Swindon and then got into the first team, which I didn't manage to do, which was a bit shit. Um, <laughs> but the, um, um, but yes, yeah, so, um, yeah, well done, Steve. Um, on a lighter note, Bryony, we've actually had a comment in specifically for you. Um, mm-hmm. And it's from Mike who said, Don't fools rush in sponsor. STWFC's Woody left, Beth left, and Bry. Please don't follow suits and stay the season. <laughs> I'll definitely be staying the season, don't worry. <laughs> well, that, 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 that was how I mentioned Steph Bentner. <laughs> no, he, did, he didn't. He didn't mention Steph. No. Um, yeah, we are seemingly becoming something of a curse, and it's not. Uh, it's not strictly on the on the women's team either, because we sponsored Key and Harry's, and he got injured very quickly. Um, so we're really looking forward to letting everyone know who we've sponsored next, because <laughs> we're going to be the most hated hated podcast in, in English football. I think potentially. Um, Actually, Woody, you're you're probably in a in a good position to answer Christian's question. He, he sent it twice to prove it was a genuine question. So initially, put, if Sweden Town women are decent, why do their players leave for unknown teams? And then followed up by saying, genuine question. I know they don't have the same status as men's, but why would someone go from a, a big club like Swindon to somewhere like Mangotsfield? Okay. Um I mean, they didn't go to Mangersfield because Mangersfield in the women's game is not particularly great either. But um, I think, um, yeah, I think, I think what one thing that we've got to bear in mind in that, and you even have to look at the teams that are in Swindon's league. Yes, you've got Bournemouth, you've got um, Southampton. I know it's not the these other Southampton, um, uh, but and things like that. But it's, um, but it, it. the women's tiers are, are slightly different in terms of where their support comes from. Uh, obviously, you know, you look at Beth going to Warminster. Um, Warminster is only one level below. For Beth, it's a footballing decision. It's, she wants to play football every week. Um, so it's kind of, well, I assume it's that. Um, but yeah, so it's, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I assume I actually know. And then Bows nodded her head. So I'm going to say yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But but and I think and I think it's it's actually quite a, a good a good um it is a it is a genuine good question because you think that um Swindon has that big appeal. Um but naturally with that big appeal comes more players and and, and, and it's not like the men's game where a typical step down would be going to you know, in the men's game it would be going to someone like Oldham. But that's just this that's just the way the men's game is set out at the moment. You know, there's no reason why um, you know, Warminster could push up, Wharton Bassett could push up, teams like that um, around. You know, you look at Wharton Bassett are only one tier below um, Swindon Town. So it's just not, um, I guess, not laid out in the same way um, because it's no, just I'd less like, teams. Sorry, I'd like to hop on actually with that, Woody. And I think I met a first few of the men's team players a few weeks ago and they're a bit shocked. They thought that football was our only main career. So I think to maybe people that don't, that aren't, 
like involved in women's football per se, they probably think that this could be one of our only sources of any income, which yeah. is no source of any income in this league. But <laughs> just putting that out there. But <laughs> but that's fine. You carry yeah, on. You know, but the thing is with us is if we wanted to leave to go to a different team, which I've done before. We do our full-time job, so to leave to go to, say, like somewhere like Swindon and you went to a this league in the same league as Swindon, you're having to travel two, three hours away sometimes. In, in Wiltshire, we are the biggest women's football club. <laughs> so yeah. if you don't have the time commitment of being able to go to Oxfordshire or outside that sort of area, there's not that many clubs for you to be a part of. So that's why keeping Swindon and keeping... Um, the momentum going for fans and things like that is going to be beneficial for us to attract players and to attract more sponsors to help us with different things. But it is a lot different than the men's game. So I think hopefully that person, sorry, I forgot your name, can come and watch and maybe learn a little bit of women's football because I think the difference between men and women's football is totally different. So they might enjoy the, the change. No, I, I think what, everything you've said there is perfectly fair. I, I don't think uh, particularly anyone watching this or, or, or on the show would have any any uh, any issues or, or disagree at all with what you've said there. Um, I'm, I'm conscious of keeping you too late into your Friday evenings. You've got much better things to do than, than sitting chatting to us. But so, Brian, if I could just ask you one thing. Just as you were logging, logging in and coming on, I, I was talking to Alice about... Um, three words that have, have started to appear on the women's team's social media, and it just says uh, resilient, competitive, together. Um, and I just wondered how you feel those three words, um, how, how they resonate with you, and do you think they're the perfect three for what Swinningtown women are and, and will continue to be? Uh, yeah, I do. I, I do think so. Resilience due to the fact that until this year, we have been our own club and we've gone through that to get like as our own together as a team and we've been resilient in that kind of face until this year we have now been um obviously been taken over taken on by the men's club um we're all very competitive football's a very competitive game and yeah we're, we're all together in this and it is a very um the the feel at the club at the moment is just very lovely because we're all, we are all in it together I like that. And and uh, one more question for the for both of you, Brian. I don't know if you'll remember, Ryan, but I think it was uh, it was one of the earlier games, possibly an FA Cup game, where we had yourself and Beth on. And we asked you to, as best as you can, predict the score. And I'm sure it was Beth kind of just it really chest out. I was like, yeah, we're going to win something like 7-0, 8-0 and really went for it to get everyone high. So I'm going to ask you both to, uh, realistically and uh, what your heart says, how's, uh, how's this weekend going to unfold? I'll start with you, Brian. Um, I'd say if we are on our game, I think it'll be close. But if we're on our game, I'm going to say 2-1. So Remind us. me, Reader. I was going to say the same thing. Mm -hmm. Nice. So 2-1 mm -hmm. wins. Great, great minds. Great great minds. I think I agree with Bri. Like, if we're on our game and we give it everything, it's, I think we, we will pinch it. But I think it's going to be close because... I don't know why. There's like a little rivalry, I think, between Southampton and us. A lot of us have played against each other for quite a few seasons, so we know each other. And I think Smithy, their manager, he seems to think he knows our team 
quite well. So I think he's gonna really try and drive the girls to really to put, put us, like to put like to to win and to put everything on the line. So I think that's how we're gonna have to attack the game with just put everything on the line in the first five minutes and hopefully pinch it from them. Well, we will pinch it. So, Woody, you were going to jump in and say something halfway through that. I was I was agreeing with the Smithy comment. I think he's put in a seven-day approach for half the Swindon squad at some stage <laughs> over the past Why does uh, no one do that for me? <laughs> they might have. We just might not have let them. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> the, um, yeah, no, I think I, um, Smithy, I know that Smithy had a good relationship with, um, you know, with, with and with James Lally as well, to be fair, but um, and I've known Smithy for years as well. So um, it will be a tight game. Um, I think Alice was right earlier. The 4-0 wasn't really a 4-0 earlier in the season. Um, you know, uh, they do have some handy players. Southampton, they re- always seem to recruit quite well, um, probably because they put in a 1,000 approaches a season. Um, but yeah, I think I agree. I actually agree with those two. I think it will be a, I think it could be a close 2-1. Uh, Bout is going to score a header in the, 95th minute or something (laughs) (laughs) like this (laughs) um ladies it's it's been a pleasure having you on again thank you very much and and we hope to see you again very soon good luck to you both for for the rest of the season and and the rest of the team and no doubt there'll be plenty of uh fri representation at, at various games between now and the end of the season so good luck to you both and to the team thank you very much for for coming on tonight Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you Take for care. having us. Thanks, Happy Thanks, birthday Alice. for tomorrow, Fifey. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as two doors close, three, well, I say three more, one of them isn't there. So uh, we lost Brianley. So let's say hello and good evening to Uncle Ned. Hello. How are I'm you, in the bedroom Alan? today. Are you really? I'm in the bedroom where the magic yeah, happens. The you, didn't send the, you didn't send the link. You're in the doghouse, not the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is exactly right. Yeah. Um, but it's not only Ned that's ready to join us. Uh, he's been sat in the lobby the whole time, uh, sort of coming and going. Evening, Wazza. Oh, you're, you're muted, mute. Wazza. What you're going to say? It was the Wi-Fi. Um, no, no, not this time. That was a very good listen. That was um, between that and watching United. Very good. Yeah. How are we all? Very, very well. And, and you're right. I always enjoy when we get uh, members from STWFC on. It's always a great listen to to how they are and and how they think things are going. And always reflect to give Woody more shit. Really, that was yeah. We, we yeah. need more more direct abuse aimed at Woody. Yeah, I think, and and then it would be perfect. Um, also sat waiting to join us. Like Evening, us. Nick. Yeah, hi, <coughs> Fifey. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Um, I see I'm in uh, uh, quite a good club as well, being the January birthday club. So, uh, yes. good to be in that with you boys. Welcome to the Goat Club, Nick. Yeah, thank you. Um, they're, they're queuing up to join in for the second half of the show. Good evening, Kieran. All right, guys. All right, Woody, prick. <laughs> we I got to, we're allowed to abuse Woody now or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> that, that's those your actual glasses, Kieran. <laughs> yeah, they are. It turns out 
fucking, I'm absolutely blind. Put them because I was like, ah, oh, they're not going to make much difference. Saw fucking looks at it. I can see road signs and everything. It's amazing. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, Woody, did you have it? Do you have it? Do, do you have a haircut? Because a couple of women's team players were coming on. That's yeah, it's really yeah. Good again. <laughs> and the guy was obviously wearing your glasses, mate, because he fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> at least um, I can last a full stag do, mate. <laughs> Uh, are, are we getting <laughs> quick? Uh, are we getting quick flash again? Um, not anytime no, soon, bad. that's for sure. <laughs> I think we'll not allow it again. Um, <laughs> we have eight, but what's better than eight panelists? Uh, how about a ninth and Nine. a tenth? <gasps> uh, let's God. say hello and good evening to Craig. How are you, pal? Evening, guys. Craig is battered. <laughs> and there he goes. <laughs> Craig may have been on the wine today. Yeah, I know. Everyone's going to be shocked, really. But no, the reason I'm I'm late, as you guys know, I had to make dinner earlier. But the main reason it was late was because there was... You're on strike. Yeah, yeah, I'm on strike. (laughs) But there was was a Mexican standoff between me and my wife. And it was getting to about eight o'clock. And and then she was like, so are you going to cook dinner or what? And I'm like, all right, okay, I will. So yeah, yeah, in the end, I caved in. They have chips. No, and enchiladas, but even then I had to get her to come down and help me because I've like myself any wine. So yeah. But... All um, good. All good. Completing tonight's panel. Uh good evening, Ben. Evening all. How are we doing? Very well, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Is this the first time we've been in a four four two formation? Oh my word! Yes, go for it. We need a goalkeeper. Who could we call on? How all managers play. Fuck the goalkeeper with this defence. Look, who needs that? Wow! It's not a huge oh, amount face. of peaks at the back. I've got to be honest. I roll very fast. <laughs> Ned, Ned, you're the left winger. You could be. It's not a huge amount of pace in this shade. at all. I'm shade. Yeah. You're, you're I'm shade, not sure why I left. Hey, Nick, he's there. got legs in the middle shade. of the park, haven't we, Nick? <laughs> yeah, but, but they don't work very well, was it? <laughs> Clearly Nick's going to make Ross then, McLaren sir. look like Linford Christie. Yeah. Experience in the midfield. Me, me, and ben, me and Ben are obviously the Vincent Pericard and Sean Close of forwards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thomas DeSevi. Thomas DeSevi. Yeah. I'll have you, I'll have you, mate. Oh, yeah. wow. Uh, well, what, what amusement we can have just from all logging in, isn't it? <laughs> um, guys, let, let's uh, do some STFC chat. And as per the ticker... Has Scott Lindsay gone and who should replace him is the question. Uh, yesterday, there was in the no accounts and journalists are plenty claiming uh, that Lindsay had gone. Now, the, the rumours, there's been nothing official from the club, but if recent transfer activity, Lindsay would be gone a week before anyone knows. Um, <laughs> The, the suggestion seems to be it has happened. So before we look at who could replace him, um, let's uh, let, let's just go round the round the team as it is. Um, are, you, are you disappointed it's happened now, or is now the right time? We'll start as you appear on my screen. So, Joe, um, 
I'm not disappointed from Swindon Town's point of view. I'm probably disappointed for Scott Lindsay himself. Um, he, it's just not. It's just not worked, does it? It's, you know, I think I think I'd speak for most of the boys here. I think we all wanted him to do well. We let, you know, generally good connection to the club and everything. Um, but it just just hasn't really worked. And you know, if if he's left and and found himself a, another good job, then then fair play to him. Okay, Woody. What was yeah, that? Yeah, pretty much same. What was me. that noise? Because <laughs> <laughs> I heard it as well. <laughs> Um, Sorry, Woody, yeah. carry on. No, that's fine. I'll try and keep it short. I'll echo what Joe said, really. I'm just disappointed for him more than anything. Um, but if it is a case that he's got another job as a result, then I'm not so disappointed. But, um, I, you know, I always I always say with these coaching things that you, you're still sacking somebody at the end of the day if, if, they've, um, if they haven't got another job. And, you know, being in HR myself, sacking is part of my job. So I don't really like doing it. Um, but yeah, I wish him all the best. Though he didn't do a Saxon bad wants. job. Yeah, That's not exactly a... true, is it, Woody? <laughs> <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't do a he didn't do a bad job. So I, you know, I do wish him all the best. Uh, Rich, um, I mean, at the start of this, if we thought that we were going to potentially get compensation for Scott Lindsay, I think we all would have, you know. I think we all would have laughed, to be quite honest with you, because he was sort of like a, it, it was a punt. It was a punt. And, you know, um, thankfully for Clem and for the football club, it, it looks as if that he has got this other job at Crawley and it looks as if we're going to get some compensation for him, whether or not that's big or small, probably small rather than anything. Every little helps, and you know what? I, th- I think that's absolutely fantastic. So, um, you know, uh, is it the right time to go? Yeah, I, I, I think he's ran his course. Um, I spoke to a couple of people outside of non Swindon Town fans earlier in the season, and they both said that they reckon he's out of his depth. Um, and I think you could probably say that. I think that's a bit safe to say now. I think he's gone to a lower league, lower club in the league, and uh, hopefully he, hopefully he thrives there. You know, hopefully, hopefully he does something there. So it is, um, yeah. I, I'm quite happy it's gone. I, I think uh, fresh face is what we needed. Okay, Ned. If I'm honest, I think he probably shouldn't be. You know, I would have been happy for him to stay to the end of the season um i mean not happy as such but um i think he it's justified uh but you know this is what we wanted before um well it was certainly what i wanted before so uh it's probably as good a time as any and it's not like the new manager coming in will be making all the transfer you know um sorting out which players should be transferred and whatnot so so uh, I guess it doesn't make any difference whether it was before or after January. So yeah, I, yeah it's good a time as any. But yeah, as you say, you know, if he's got another, jo- if he's walking straight into another job, then that's perfect all round, isn't it? Essentially. Um, what's I will add into it for you just to keep the conversation going over. Are we, um, are we potentially about to see um, a be careful what you wish for? At Swindon, because now he's got well on the on the assumption that he's gone, um, it means someone else is coming in, and it might not necessarily be who the fans want. 
Warren. Yeah, Warren? We, we never know who's going to be. We we chuck names. We chuck names about, and it just doesn't happen, does it? And we don't know who it could be. Can you hear me, or is it fucked? Yeah, yeah, no, no, we can. No, no, we can hear you fine, mate. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's such a difficult one because I we picked up some really good results against some really good sides, and then the downfall is the consistency for Lindsay. We just didn't have that consistency against some of the lower teams that we got that we didn't win games against. And yeah, it's a hard one because I really wanted him to do well. Like Joe said at the start, I we, we all wanted him to do well. And I just, I feel like he had the passion, he had the drive, but I just think he was a bit out of his depth. Um, and I think it's the right time to do it. We've got a week before our next game. So you'd like to think there could be a new manager in the door by early part of next week. And then they've got a week to sort of implement or a full working week to implement what they want to do. Okay. Uh, Nick? Yeah, it, well, to me, it was no surprise that uh, <clears throat> he left. In that, that seems to be the consensus. He, he's, he left before he was pushed. Um, you asked last time we were on, would he still be here? And I did say he wouldn't be here. So uh, I'm not surprised. Um, it's the same as everybody else has said. And I'd, I'd just like to answer some of the stuff from I've seen on on Twitter saying we're all a bunch of hypocrites because everybody's saying, oh, what a nice guy he is, what a nice guy he is. And I don't think any of us, certainly on here, had a bad word to say about him personally. No. Um, he is, a, yeah, he's obviously a top guy. He had swing in his heart. He, he put everything into it. He wanted to do well. But sadly, it looked like he'd lost the dressing room. He wasn't getting the best out of the team. Um, we've got a good bunch of players, but they were performing poorly. And that's got to be down to the coaching from, from Scott Lindsay and his coaching team. So, yeah, I'm not surprised in reiterate what everybody else has said. You know, good luck to him. Wish him well. If he does go to Crawley, the only thing I dread is the last game of the season. We both need a win for different reasons. And you know what shit will happen. So <laughs> we will see. Uh Kieran, would you have uh, would you have been happy for him to see it till the end of the season, or was the timing right? Kieran, if if we were going to get rid of him, now was the time. Um, if for me, it was it's beginning. It begin. Yeah. Hello. You can hear me, mate. Um, yeah. So sorry. Yeah. For me, it was. It had to be. <laughs> for me, it had to be. Um, sort of now, uh, sort of before this weekend, beginning of next week, to sort of get him out and, and go. Um, if he stayed sort of any longer into January, we, we met or beyond January, may as well catch him to the end of the season. So I think now's the time for him to go. Um, if, he, if he was to go, we're not in a terrible position, but I think now is the time for cl the club to sort of put out a statement of intent. Who this appointment is, like, depends on what we do this season now. We could still get promoted quite easily. Um, through but probably through the playoffs now, uh, looking at it. But if we employ someone that's relatively unknown or known for developing young players, then we ain't fucking getting promoted this season. Um, if we employ someone like Artel or Nate, Liam Manning or Grant McCann, uh, we're going to end up with Phil Brown. Let's just face things. Um, <laughs> but I think if we if we employ someone that can get promoted out of League Two this year even till just till the end of the season, then that's a statement of intent. They want to get promoted this year. If we employ someone that's known for developing young players, a similar sort of appointment to the Scott Lindsay, then 
we, we, we're not we're not doing anywhere um, this season. So it's it's a crucial time for the club. But I think we need to have someone before the Grimsby game because if we're going to get transfers in, um, if they're going to want to have a say in it, because um, I think it's it's got to be clear that the complete say in Sand, that Sandro's got, and if he's saying that he okay's it with the head coach first, we cannot sign anyone till we appoint a head coach if this is the case, because otherwise he's taking full control and it's all going to be on his head. And with the way things are at the minute, I don't think he wants things on his head um, because at the minute I think he's got enough and he's got a, this is a big moment in his career as well. Um, and I think it's a big moment for, for Clem. Um, it, it's this is this is probably his biggest moment in his um, chairman career. He's that he's brought Austin back. He's been it's been very clear that he's been the influence in behind that. If he doesn't follow it up, if he follows up, employs fucking Luke Garrard or someone completely unknown that's not going to get us out of League Two, um, then he's obviously not got intentions for us to be promoted this year. Um, but also another point, someone that's the second person that says a lot of Jeffrey Dahmer today, so I'm fucking shaving my hair off. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's interesting you say about Garrard there, and we'll come on to Craig uh, uh, to ask your opinion on Lindsay in a second, but just, uh, just as a point of reference, obviously we put some polls out, just on some names that we'd seen thrown around, no, there, there was nothing behind it. Um, the top two winners in, in their respective groups were, were Garrard from one and, and the Cowley brothers as another to, to take the position. And the votes now finished from the winner's vote and Garrard actually won with 56.5% of the vote that people would want him in. Um, so so that was, that's just something to, to consider when we do talk about who might be next. But Craig, on Lindsay, um, I mean, you, you'd spoken quite openly in recent weeks about style of play, poor position, probably poor squad, etc. So you must be thinking, yeah, the time's about right. Yeah, I, I, I think it is. Um, it's, you know, it was getting incredibly toxic, wasn't it? And we, you know, I, I thought it wasn't going to happen because if, if it was going to happen, I thought it was going to happen Monday or Tuesday. But I think the club have done the right thing in doing it now. It's kind of like a fairy tale ending, isn't it? If he does go to Crawley, because um, you know he he stays in work and it, his dream is to is to manage. He's 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 been open about that. He wants to manage. He feels he deserves a chance. Unfortunately, it hasn't worked out for him here. What was as right? He, he was out of his depth in the end. I, I got incredibly concerned with his post-match press conferences, as I think most of us did. You, you know, it, just some of the things he was saying, you just tell he was incredibly out of his depth, unfortunately. No one can deny he's a nice guy. He, he has suffered some abuse and that's not justified. But to say that he's out of his depth or that he's a shit manager... You know that's that's opinions, and I don't and I don't think anyone should be you know should be you know put down for for, for expressing that. But um, but yeah, I, I think um, for me, he's um, you know he hasn't done what he said he would do. He said he'd bring in the attacking football, but he didn't. It's been dull. It's been boring. It's been predictable. Teams who come up against us, especially when we're at home, they know how to play against us because we can't break them down. And, you know, you'd think by now, as I said last um, on Monday, he'd find a way of dealing with that. And obviously he hasn't. But, you know, if he goes to Crawley, best of luck to him. It's close to where he lives. It works out all right. And I was listening to um, Price of Football podcast earlier and they were saying that um, if you sack a manager, you have to pay off the, the rest of their contract. And normally what happens is you pay them off until they find work. So if he's found a job straight away, then 
or even, you know, we might get some compensation out of it. So it's a great deal all around. It's a good deal for us. It's a good deal for Lindsay. I mean, he's going to a basket case where it comes to Crawley. I wouldn't be surprised if he's not their last manager this season because of the way things are going. But but that's that's not our problem, really. Um, it, it is the right time now. And, uh, you know, but um, Sandro, who is the, the person who was mainly responsible for hiring Lindsay, yes, Clem okayed it. But that was Sandro's main job, recruitment, not just the players, but the management, the coaching staff and things like that. He's got to get this one right. And I'm sorry, I you know, I agree with what Christian said. These players are not good enough. I know people will disagree with me on that one here. Yeah, a better manager could get more out of these players. But these players, for me, are top half at best. They're good, good enough for top half. Upside chance of playoffs, I'm, I'm afraid. You know, the, the top three are breaking away and anywhere between fourth and 12th, I, I'd say, have got a chance of the playoffs. And I don't think even with this group of players, unless, like I said on Monday, unless Sandro pulls something out of the hat and brings in four or five good players that can push us over the edge to get into the playoffs, because I, I honestly think automatics are, no, we've we got no chance of that now. You know, okay. he, he needs to pull that out of the hat and then we've got a chance of going up via the playoffs. Well, if Craig was um, pretty much OK with it being the right time, it must have been a one-man Mardi Gras in uh, in Ben's house last night. Um, yeah, um, it's, you know, we're all saying, is it good timing? For me personally, it's a few weeks late, but... Um, it's happened at a time where we've got a couple of weeks off, so hopefully we can get someone in to at least coach for a few days and get his feet under the table a little bit before the first game. Um, so we, we we will see where we are. Um, I've been Lindsay's biggest critic over the last six weeks. It's not been personal. He's a lovely man. He's you haven't, have you? Yeah, I've been. I've been. I've been. I've been, I've been, I've been no, sure you have. Really, Ben? Seriously? He's he's had a lot of personal. You know issues that have affected his footballing career. I'm over the moon that he's going. Then hopefully he's going to walk into another job. I wish him all the best at Crawley. Um, and by that you mean you hope Crawley get relegated? Well, no, I don't. I don't. I hope he, I hope he does all right. And like, he does I, right. I hope it's a better fit than he is at Swindon. I hope it's just a better fit for him that it's nearer home. Um, but at Swindon, it just wasn't working. We were slipping down to the lower half mid table. You'd have finished 16th or 17th if you finished. Um, I think Still now we've got ourselves a genuine opportunity with a with a sprinkle of extra players to actually do something this season because it's a pretty poor league, other than the top three who I do believe are now pulling away and probably untouchable unless we do something special. Uh, playoffs are there because there's not that many good teams in this league. Okay, um, I won't. Oh, sorry, Just carry on, Ben. No, so it's league. So this is like so far, it's been a cracking window for Swindon because we've probably just signed the best striker in the league, and we've just got big. Oh fuck off! You said this about Jeff Carr. <laughs> yeah, right. So Charlie Oskin's record shit. Um, Fifey, can I just reply to a comment? The, he's he is the best striker in this league because it's look at his record. He's only thirty-three. Okay, go, uh, go on, Nick. Yeah, um, someone's uh, friends put a comment up saying uh, we do not have a good bunch of players. Where do you base that assumption on? It's yep. based on the fact that I've watched every home game and a good number of the away games. So when you've watched that, you can have an opinion on it. 
So uh, my opinion is we have got a good bunch of players. They haven't all been playing brilliant, admit. And I think, again, as I said, that's then more down to the coaching than individuals. So uh, we'll see where we are at the end of the season. Can I just second what Nick says? A lot of them have been playing out of position and playing um, far too defensive and playing with a handbrake on. Um, hopefully we'll have a manager that will actually get them forward a little bit. We've got so many creative players out there, but they've not been um, allowed to impress themselves and create as well as we'd like. Um, so, so hopefully we'll see that. We're back, we're back to the Brady Bunch now. Back to the Brady Bunch because Kieran was okay being called Jeffrey Dahmer, but when he got compared to the guy from Up, he said, no, that's enough for me. <laughs> He did look like the guy from up though at the beginning of the video when he falls in love with that woman. Yeah. Oh, oh it's okay. <laughs> he, he's he's back. <laughs> we just wanted to go up front. Yeah. I'm not I'm bored of that. Got bored in the right way. I don't know, I don't know where the ca camera's gone now. Kieran's like Kieran's yeah. like, we we you can go home once we finish this pod. <laughs> 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 oh dear! Um, I, don't, I don't know where my face has gone, but apparently it's. <laughs> Never mind your face. You look beautiful. You just relax. <laughs> oh, can um, you see me? Because I can't see me. Yes, we can see you. <laughs> <fine. laughs> right, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna sort of ask you all. I'll, I'll just let you all jump in on each other on these. Um, so <laughs> before stop it. So, um, as I said earlier, we did the two polls. So let's start with poll number one. Uh, I'll flash that one up on the screen. So we have Richardson, Garrard, Bowyer and Manning in there. And uh, Garrard won quite convincingly. Rich, I know you wanted to have your say on this one. <laughs> oh, dear. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I don't even know where to start. Well, hopefully at the beginning. Yeah, I'll try. I mean, Luke Garrard, really, really, guys, like seriously, Luke Garrard. I mean, just look where he is right now. Now, I know people say, oh, yeah, he's young. He's, he's experienced now. He's been boring word for seven, eight years. Too long. Seven, eight years at boring word mm. in a conference team. And has done nothing. Oh yes, he's had no financial backing or anything like that. Fucking David Artel didn't have that crew, and he got them promoted. There's no excuse. There is no excuse. Um, I'm I'm sure Grimsby didn't have a, a very good. Artel, Artel had a slightly bigger budget in comparison to what. <laughs> to what Carrot's got. Yeah, but even in, even in comparison to League what, Two, to the conference, into the conference. I know, I I know well, Wrexham. Uh, Artel, to be fair, Artel had four promotion spaces, and um, you know, um, Garrard's got two. So still, yeah, I mean, they were they were in a good in League I Two. I think they were in a good position a couple of years ago, though, weren't they? Or something like that. But, um, okay, yeah, he had a good cup run, etc. He's, he's not done anything. He's not done anything. Who has whoa, whoa, whoa. done something? Who has done something? Artel's David Artel. David Artel's got a crew out of League Two. I'm not saying Artel is the, I'm not saying Artel is Well, the I'll based on that, then, we'll get Phil Brown, because he's had a few for promotions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, he's still got the Gar same blue suit. That's not allowed. He can't come back. <laughs> but um, Eddie Luke, just rocked Luke. up to the county ground in it, <laughs> and his brown shoe. Hello, Matt. 
one thing I want to say, and a lot of people are saying, oh, yeah, it's the nostalgia of it, the fact that he's coming back to the club, the club that he started. Guys, he played 11 games in three fucking years. He's hardly a club legend. Like, genuinely, I, I just... No, I, I'm sorry. Club legend status is irrelevant, though, because let's be honest, we've seen some things posted online about Cadiz, and uh, it didn't exactly get the most positive of reactions from our WhatsApp group. I mean... That would no, sorry, no, Cadis again, no, not yet, not, 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 not yet. for, not, okay, not so, for a while. Um, God, so just, just out of interest, Rich, if yeah. I if I bring just poll number one back up for now, mm -hmm. was there anyone on that list you would be happy with? Yeah, the top one and the bottom one, Richardson and Manning. Richardson, Richardson, the short time that he had at Wigan, he uh, he did bloody wonders. He was Matt's right. He was he was fantastic, and the fact that he got the, <laughs> oh, <fuck's sake>. the, <laughs> the, the fact that Liam Richardson got the lowest percentage makes me believe that not many people know exactly who Liam yeah. Richardson really is. Yeah. Um, and I think I, I don't think that poll is very accurate uh, in terms of the don't people I'll tell you how Lewin Richardson is he was the caretaker manager at Accrington Stanley he was the caretaker manager at Wigan exactly <laughs> and he's only got he's only got a 38% win rate so he's not he's not shining in fucking glory either <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't understand this kind of argument that we're going to uh, suddenly appeal to the, the, the manager who's just got an amazing record, who's got out of League One into the Championship. No, I'm I mean, not this, is, this is why I don't him. think... <laughs> well, too busy selling his book, isn't he? <laughs> but it's... um. <laughs> it's... <laughs> but yeah, I just... I think we've got to bear in mind as well, and we, we all said about our opinions on Dean McKayley, we've got to bear in mind as well that this will not be a manager who has got the balls to say no. Um, uh, to say no. It's going to be a head coach model. David Artau is probably the most extreme that we will get. We won't get anywhere near Grant McCann. We won't get anywhere near some of the other names that mentioned. That's why the likes of Luke Garrard pick up, because in terms of a head coach, for me, that's why Luke Garrard will be good, because we're looking for a head coach. We are not going to be looking for a manager. I'm sorry, but whilst Dean McKayley still there, who is the problem, we're not going to be getting a manager. So we might as well look at head coaches. And that's why Garrard, who's my, only a head coach at Boreham Wood, yeah. probably my, my, deserves my, a my, shot in this league. My, my issue is as well, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve a shot. Like I say, I mean, I, I know we had a uh, conversation about this the other day in terms of uh, his ambition and stuff like that. And he he has been quite cushy. He has, he has had it quite... And I think he's fairly local to there as well, isn't he? Because he's uh, he's from Barnet. So, and he obviously manages in Boreham Wood, so that you that know a lot about convenient. someone you don't like. I do my research, mate. <laughs> gone from, no, Rich no, doesn't no, come no, on no, this no. and do his research. <laughs> You've gone um, from no, 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 to, well, maybe. yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. he's <laughs> all right. Fucking more U-turns than Lindsay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, uh, genuinely though, Richard's no, <laughs> absolutely fucking not. Um, no, um, but no, genuinely though, I, I, I personally think that um, 
in terms of Garrard, I, I just yeah, I, I don't I don't feel as if that he would be able to because um, obviously we've got a big personality in terms of Charlie Austin there now. We need somebody that's potentially going to step up and stand up to him because we know what he can do if he doesn't get things his way. We need an experienced head, an experienced manager. And do I think Garrard can offer that? No, I don't, I don't think he can. But that's my personal opinion, though. I mean, does anyone else want to comment on, on Garrard or, or any of the other names on poll mm. number one? Lee Bowyer might none of them. None of them, are, none of them are good enough. None of them are good enough. I, I, been yeah, in I, a few scraps. I, I agree. Liam Manning's had one season at MK Dons. Yeah. It was about as good, it's a similar thing to Garner's. It's failed, and he's he's yeah. done fucking terribly this year. He got lucky because he had Mo Elsa, Scott Twine, and the squad that he had at MK Dons. If you're not getting promoted with that, it's similar to how he Ben yeah. Garner didn't get promoted the squad he had last season. So he's not. So he's and uh, like you, you say, would he drop to League Two? He probably would because he's not actually done anything within the game. He's he's possibly he's like Scott Lindsay, possibly a very good coach. He's sort of Ben Garner-esque. He probably will drop to League Two in the next year or a, a, a fucking debt-ridden League One club that are going to struggle. So I don't think Liam Manning is is like the appointment everyone thinks he is because he's at MK Dons, and if you you an MK Dons as some massive club. Get off, get in the bin. We compare um, MK Dons because of a style of football. That's why everyone goes. Because of style, yeah, exactly. Style of football, and it, I don't think everyone's like. Um, I think, it, it, yeah, would he be a good appointment? He for me is. It's not. It's a sort of sideways step again with with him. Is Fifey gone? He's heard enough. Don't panic. Don't panic. I'll step in. I've had a bottle of wine, but don't worry. Steer the ship, Craig. Steer the ship. I, I think Liam. Man- I think Liam Manning would be would be a reception. He has he's had a fail- one failed season and has done really badly this year with MK Dons. Like they 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 are no good. Um, but I think if we yeah if we think we're going to attract names like Lee Bowyer, Grant McCann, <laughs> fucking deluded. I say David. Wouldn't, I wouldn't want them anyway. Kira, no, I, I, wouldn't I, don't, want, I wouldn't. I wouldn't I want Lee Bowyer anyway. I think what I want to do is see. Personally. What I want to do either way is we're not going to get relegated. See this model through to the end of the season. So appoint someone yeah. that is a pure out-and-out head coach that isn't going to want to be in charge of transfers and stuff. That's going to let the director of football or fucking technical director or, or fucking better man, whatever, whatever he is up there. No one really knows. He just sort of sits there and goes, oh, "I worked for Sky Bet once, and I like data." Um, I think. I think. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I think they really need to reevaluate at the end of the season. There's no point of reevaluating. Yeah, I think. I think because if because if if we have if by the end of the season, you know, we we sign a couple of players based on this data transfer model plus Charlie Austin, and it works out, and we go up. Okay, we still need to reevaluate at the end of the season but give it a season if Sandro has completely failed and not and not achieved what targets within the club they set and with what we expect as fans then reevaluate it again but we may as well go through to it we're halfway through it now we've, we've committed to a squad for this season pretty much with the basis of it that's going to be left even after January because we're not going to sign 10 11 players we're going to sign mm. five at most it at most even now we're sort of midway through we've not signed anyone yet so I'm not confident it's going to be very many it's going to be some reinforcements um, see it through to the end of the season. So appoint appoint someone till the end of the season that is a out and out head coach, which or however long you want to, however long 
realistically that head you, your best option is going to get and see this data head coach model out to the end of the season then have a look at it again when you've got a longer time to rebuild a, rebuild a squad and if we have to go for a K- rebuild K- well, Kieran I, I, I to- totally disagree with that we k- kick out this showcasing talent to improve young players we need to get out of this league this yeah. season we yeah. need to bring somebody in who can motivate the team we've got and get them up the league. And if we have to go via the playoffs, so be it, because that looks to be our best option. Mm-hmm. Forget this. Yeah, we've got young players and we're going we're to increase their value. and We're going to sell them on. Do yeah. that when you're in League One or the Championship, I, not League yeah. Two. We need to get out of this league but, this but season. Yeah, we need somebody who can come in. Whoa, 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 whoa. Only one at right. a time. Otherwise, right. Right. We, uh, let me just same. finish. We, we need somebody who can come in and, and get that team doing what we need to do to get out of this league this season. And now Clem's got to make up his mind. What does he want? Because if we don't get out of this league and Gates will drop next season... As far as I'm aware, I think Austin's only signed on to the end of the season. So so that bit will be gone. The gates will be down next season and we'll be stuck in this league forever and a day. So he needs to take some positive action now. Um, so, uh, Craig, you were jumping in there and then Ben wants to have his say as well. Yeah, well, remember, it was Sandro who said about developing the players. So if you bring in another manager and Sandro's got the same remit, then he's just going to do exactly the same as Lindsay. To move forward, an adult needs to give their Craig, you need an adult. Craig, on the Alexa. I think he does. I got a bit worried then because consent was used, and then, 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 then <laughs> right. yeah, um, yeah, that's a bit weird. Um, but yeah, yeah, remember it was Sandro that I, I, I get what you're saying, Nick. We should be doing that, but it's not all based on the head coach. It is also based on Sandro, the director of football, technical director, whatever, whatever you say. That he, it was his words. Remember, who said that. No matter what we, we, we do, we got to keep playing the same style of play so that we can develop these players and then sell them on. So unless Clem is said to Sandro, we need to change our culture and our long-term approach, and Sandro agrees with that, it's not going to make any difference who we bring in. We might bring in someone who's no, slightly better yeah, than Lindsay. But that was my point, Craig, that I said Clem has got to decide what he wants to do now. Yeah. And, and, and that's where, it, where it's going to come from. And to me, the priority has got to be get out of this league however we need to do it. Oh, I, I agree, mate. But yeah. at the end of the day, Sandro, he's he's not the man who, who's going to help us get out of this league this season. Exactly. He oh, can do one as well. Him. He's, he's not going to bloody sack him. Um, can I well, just say, Fifey, before um, Kieran went on his Shakespearean monologue earlier, because I didn't have to step in at all while you were gone, by the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Liam, Liam Richardson, who was one on that list, who I, yep. I think would be a good um, thing. He didn't just have one season. He was also the assistant manager for Paul Cook when Wigan went up the first time round. And he came in as caretaker manager after Sheridan got sacked and came to us. When remember when Wigan were below us in the table, we were saying, "Yeah, we're too good to stay up. We're gonna we're gonna gonna get relegated because we beat them and all this and everything." And what did he do? He kept them up. We went down, 
And then he got them promoted last season. All right, they're not doing too well this season, but the championship is fucking difficult. It is a really difficult league. So I wouldn't know. Oh, I'm honestly, a but... And he's worked with Sandro. Yeah, he has worked with Sandro. Well, I don't know. I mean, Sandro was, yeah, I mean, Sandro was there for about half a season last season. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, you know, there, there is there is that. But I think, you know, when it comes to his credentials, and, and also one thing that I didn't realise when I was researching him earlier, you know, just to say about the type of person he is, this might not have any bearing on him getting the job. But he saved the life of one of his players in training who had a cardiac arrest, Charlie I White. Did see that. Yeah, he, I did he gave him CPR straight straight away. So, you, you know, I, I I think it speaks volumes of him. What's so funny, Fifey? See, that's, that's, that's what they call timing, Fifey. You know, I'm saying something very profound and serious and everything. And then you just go in with that and just, just totally, I don't know. But yeah, I, I honestly... And it's in the special room. I honestly the think... The professional podcast ever. No, no, I, we're, we're not winning any awards, are we? That's for sure. <laughs> to, be fair, to be fair, we're not one of the big four, are we, according to the local paper? Yeah. So I don't give a fuck. Yeah, uh, we're above that. <laughs> I, I think on that on that list, Liam Richardson, I wouldn't have a problem with Garrard um, get, getting the job either. But I think a lot of the names, like we said, that have been like, like Cowley Brothers, when one, we're not going to be able to afford them. Two, they're not going to drop to League Two. That's that's for sure. So and three, Craig, they don't play uh, our tippy tappy football either. They play hoofball. Yeah, no, they don't play hoofball. They don't. It, they people do. have got to realise there isn't just possession based football <laughs> at A and then B or hoofball. hoofball. There's, 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 more than two types, there's more than two types of fucking football and they don't play hoofball, you know, but there we go. Um, but yeah, I, I, I honestly think Leah Richardson from that first list that you posted up, Fifey. Okay. Um, ben, I know you want to have your say and I'm coming to you next. I just want to highlight, um, Nick, I don't know if you saw all the comments that were coming, that was flashing up on the screen saying, I agree with Nick. Uh, let Nick speak to the players. Bang on Nick. Got that completely right, Nick. Rob's also tweeted in, um, evening Rob, uh, just go on Nick with uh, free clap hands emojis as well. So a lot of people very much buying into your, whoever comes in has to get us out of this league now. Thank you. Uh, ben, you wanted to have your say before we look at poll number two? Yeah, I just wanted to echo what Nick went, really. Um, we just made a signing um, that's very short term, that's very this season. And his first interview, he said he's not interested in the playoffs. He wants automatic promotion. He's here for one reason and one reason only, and that's to fire us to promotion. He is not here to finish 12th. And well, let's hope that uh, Hutton goes for a bit of money this season and makes a profit. He's not here for that. And he would have had conversations with Clem going, I'll come to Swindon, but I don't want to finish 13th because that will end my career. So Clem would have given assurances going, well, we're going to go for it. I think this window, Swindon are going to be quite busy. And I think we're going to be surprised in the movement that we see. And Sandro is not our owner. Clem is. Yeah. And I am actually quite positive that we are going to be in quite a good position come February the 1st with the squad. And I think we may be surprised in who we bring in. But Ben... Um, not in the nose. That's no, 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 no. I, I'm fine with you. I just want to ask you very quickly on that point specifically. 
Is Clem any good with a spreadsheet? I don't know. Don't give a fuck. Probably because he's a self-made man. <laughs> he's probably quite good because he's a businessman. So all right. I bet he's done a few. Uh, I bet he's uh, done. He's, he's a whiz around Excel. But <laughs> yeah, no. Look, honestly, uh, I think I think there's probably some serious conversations that have been had, and I think the club want to get out of this division. I think Clem wants to get out of this division. And I think he's not going to break the bank doing it, but he's going to do everything he can from now on to the window. And he's making short-term signings so we can get out of here. Because if we finish 13th this season, Charlie Austin's not going to be here next year. And it would be wasted that we sign someone like that and not actually do anything. So um, I think we're probably in for a decent window. Um, Joe has messaged in positivity, Ben. I love it. Well, it's gone now, isn't it? So I'll be myself again. So, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> um, we like the old man. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then Steve says he pays people to be good at spreadsheets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, uh, Waza, Ned and Joe, I'll come to you first on poll number two. If there's any of the, uh, any of the names here that you'd like to talk about. Um, so, we had the Cowley brothers who won it quite easily. Uh, McCann, who, as Christian pointed out, uh, he was the name that I threw into our WhatsApp chat as as I thought he probably had the pop the best credentials and he got the lowest percentage of the vote. Artel there on twenty one percent. He's already been mentioned a few times, and uh, and the, the strange name that I've seen a couple of times, Warburton as well. Who I'll be honest, and it might be slightly unpopular. If Warburton came in, I'd be absolutely delighted. Um, so, so was a Ned Joe. Any of you want to jump in first on that one? Well, I think most likely our list is Artel, isn't it? Um, yeah, I, I'm with I'm with you, Fifi. I think Warburton would be an unbelievable appointment, but I can't see it happening. I think out of those that that list there, I think uh, Artel would be the one. I I'm not a particular fan of the man himself, but you know, if he comes in and and does the job, then fair play. But um, yeah. Um, I'd be more than at the at the moment. I'm I'm just I don't really care who it is. Just play some attacking football and have a go. Um, yeah, that's all I'm interested in. Uh, Ned, was it? I agree with what Joe said. I uh, off air. I told you, didn't I? Warburton uh, would be. I think my connection's been a bit. Sh- <laughs> oh, hi, <all right>, Ned. <laughs> <laughs> you you um, carry on, was um, yeah, I think Warburton would be unbelievable. Um, you know what I mean? I think he's got that every little bit that he's been a manager, he's been a head coach, he's done both roles, he's an, he's an older, wiser head with experience. I just think he would be the best option out of any of it. I agree with Joe. I think it's it will be very difficult. He's at the moment, He's um, I think he's with Moyes, isn't he, at West Ham, I think, at the moment. So, you know what I mean? I can't, it'll be a very tough one to pull away, but... That would be the statement one. That would be the one that would think actually we're going to have a good go here. And you know, that, what I mean? that would I think be the equivalent to, to the Charlie Austin signing, would it? Oh yeah, because yeah. well, I don't know if you've seen, but I think there was someone was saying today. I was looking on one of the groups that Warburton was there with Austin, and I think they had quite a good relationship when they were at QPR together. Um, you know what I mean? I think it's. I'd love that to happen. Whether it would, I, I just can't see it because, like you say, there's different factors. Money, he's not going to be the yes man that he's not going to say, you know what I mean? I don't think someone of that mould would be yes, yes, yes. He would he would disagree with options and stuff like that. But that would be the one for me, 
But whether it happens, I think we're going to end up with a name that might not be on any of those two lists, to be honest, that we've seen. I think it could, you know what I mean? I don't think it'll happen. I don't think someone put a good argument up for Artau, but I don't know, has he done enough? I, crew days, you know what I mean? Well, so so here's, the, here's the interesting thing. Let me, let me, I, for my own sake, I need to understand this done enough not comment that keeps coming up about all these people. Because what we need to remember is no matter how much we love the club, Swindon Town are a League Two side who currently, on current form, are struggling to maintain a playoff spot. So, yeah. what you know, we're not going to attract a Pep Guardiola, a Jose Mourinho, and an Alex Ferguson out of retirement who have achieved a lot in football. What does this doing something mean to a mid-table League Two side? Well, the way we go about things, though, is surely there's got to be a We've had big names before, and don't get me wrong, some of them haven't worked out and some of them have. But I just feel like there's there's got to be a moment where you've got to take a pun. I, I don't think this can carry on with this younger model and going like this and working off something like that. I just honestly think that there's got to be a pun taken. And there's people out there that will want the job. You know what I mean? There's yeah. you, We're a League Two club, but, yeah, you, you speak to a lot of people. Swindon are a we're big community a big base you know what I mean I know that doesn't win you football matches but it's an attraction do you know what I mean there's got to be something there and I honestly think that we I sometimes don't think we don't dig enough because I think we think oh money everything like that but I, I don't think the opportunity's there now we've got a bit of a free hit the next few months to have a real good go and see where it could take us and I just don't feel like we'll go for it I honestly don't and I don't agree with um, Ben's point with regards to I don't think the club will take a punt. I think they've took the punt with Austin. I think hundred that's what will happen. But I think Austin, I love Charlie Austin, but this is him walking off into the sunset with, with being at Swindon. He's got an easy role. He's going to be loved for six months. He's going to be, he's 33 years of age now. He will score goals. I totally agree with that. But I don't think he's going to fire us into the top end of this league. I just don't think it will happen. One, because of the service. Two, I don't think he's got it in him no more, which is horrible to say, but I just don't think he will score the, as the goals that we need. And I just don't think... I think they've took an easy punt on him. Just, uh, what, what Mike's just said there is is bang on. There's only 92 jobs in the league and you've got five times as many, at least probably, managers available. So Wazza is bang on there. We should be a big pull. We... Sh- we're, we're, we're in a stronger position to, to you know, for, for people to come. We're not a basket case club like Crawley or anything like that. We, you know, we've steadied the ship. Whatever people think of Clem Morfuni and Rob Angus and how they manage the club, they've steadied. We are a good, attractive proposition. I'm not, you know, sometimes us Swindon fans, we can come across as having a superiority complex because we're Swindon and all in, in League Two. And, and we do have to remember we are a League Two club. But why not pull a Mark Warburton in and or, or some someone like that? We've you know stranger things have happened, haven't they? With with Paulo and, and and people like that. So, but it's it's like Waza said: is um, does Clem want to roll the dice? Is he going to go? Is he going to um, you know push the boat out a little bit further in order to get us up this season? And like Waza said, I'm not too sure whether he will or not. <laughs> First, I think we're the second biggest club in the league. We're the second most supported world club in the league. 
Um, we are financially stable. Um, we've got a pretty decent squad for the level. We've got a gun striker. We've got potential to do quite well this season. We are an attractive prospect to a manager um, who would probably fancy to do well with us. So there's probably quite a few managers, lower league managers, um, maybe another manager who's been out a little bit, maybe like Warburton, um, would probably quite fancy the Swindon job because it could get their career rocketing better. A promotion with Swindon and that will up their profile. Um, so I, I actually think that there'll be quite a bit of interest. Maybe not the Cowleys or anything like that because they can get top jobs. But um, Ben, don't get me wrong. I agree with you. I want that to happen. I want that to happen. But whether I think it'll happen is is two different things. We, we and will I... know in the next four weeks. We will know yeah. in the next four weeks, don't we? So we, we can have this conversation. All we can do is speculate. Ned, um, let, let the final word over to you. I'll just flash that in case uh, you didn't see it the first time. The the, the managers in pool number two. Uh, we've had some discussion on Artel and, and Warburton in particular. Uh, your thoughts on the, the winners of the group, Cowley Brothers, or, or the lowest ranked in, in McCann? Um, if I'm honest, I probably wouldn't want the Cowley Brothers anyway. Um, I think they'll be, they, they're not the type of um, people who would sit under a director of football. I, I couldn't see that that model work in um they would want more say and they wouldn't get it so i think that's a, a massive non-runner i think warburton um he's ma he managed at brentford before didn't he so he's worked under the model previously so i mean if there was a way of getting in getting warburton in i mean that's the literally the perfect person to bring in um, i can't see it happening um i mean but as Nick said before, we need we absolutely need to get out of this league, hundred percent. Because when you look at look at it's a bit of a random um, thing to compare it with, or even well compare it with. Let's just say that um, League Two is probably the worst league, you know, uh, including National League, for being on television. I mean, the National League's all over BT Sport. League yeah. League One's on, Championships on, and and the Premiership's on. But you very rarely see League Two games on the telly. So there's 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 no money in being in League Two. Um, I just we just need to get out of this league as soon as possible, and then we can start to, you know, start to really, you know, if we have to use this model, then we could probably get, you know, a stronger caliber of player and and really make that model work. But um, I don't know. Um, Warburton out of that list for me is, you know, if 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 that was the four choices, Warburton for sure for me would have been, uh, you know, number one, number one. Okay. And as I said, leading into the feature, we then did a, a separate poll, putting Garrard up against Cowley Brothers as a two poll winners, and a Garrard won with with over fifty percent of the vote. So he was the Overall winner of the of the poll vote, um, we, we've obviously spoken to, about him and Rich has been very clear in his thoughts on him. So uh, we, we'll leave that one there and let people make their own assumptions. Uh, the comments in the in the chat have been very interesting. I've been flashing out while you've all been talking. Uh, let's uh, move on to the second feature on the ticker along the bottom. Was anyone surprised to see Aguiar go away on, on a month's loan? No. I, I was surprised that it, it was only a month. You know, if you're going to do it, send him on loan for the rest of the season. You know, I, I've said this before in the WhatsApp group, this stop, start, stop, start thing with our players who we're supposedly developing and then selling on. 
we're sending them away for a month. They're coming back, sending them away for a month, coming back. We can't develop players and have a squad that's competitive for League Two. We we need an under-23s team or a B team like what Brentford have got. It, it's, it's not not working. You know, players like Aguar and Roberts and stuff like that, their, um, their development's going to regress because they're not playing game time. They, they haven't got the game time in. So... <laughs> So yeah, he's going on loan, but he's just not going on loan for long enough. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think with Agria, I think he's always been within the first team this season. I, I think personally for me, I think yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously towards the end of last season, he was he was firmly in the squad. Yeah, uh, yeah and he's definitely right. a squad player, and you know he's only twenty twenty one years old. So, like, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but obviously he's been very stop start this season. He's been either in the team or he hasn't been in the team. Um, for me personally, <laughs> for me for, for me personally, uh, it seemed well. Personally, for me, it seemed as if um, Lindsay maybe had Aguiar in his squad. Um, yeah, sorry, in his thoughts going forward. So maybe he was like, "Oh, I'm going to send him out on loan for a month, get his fitness up, get him playing some football, and then you know uh, put him in the team." Obviously, Lindsay's not here anymore so um that's the only thought i had on it but you know i, I get what you're saying yeah definitely and i think with certain players that have gone on loan i i completely agree with you though great yeah uh anyone else want to comment on the the agriar thing or i've got one more uh that got added to the list after i typed it up before we move on it's solely um, just game time that's all yeah, he just yeah. needs minutes. He just yeah. needs minutes. I don't think he's a bad lad. I think he's he's blown a bit hot and cold, like a lot of our midfielders have this season. And I think he's solely just to get him out to get games. And it, you can't replicate that in training. We've had the conversation loads of times. You can't. And he, he needs to go out and play minutes. And Torquay are battling for their lives, so he's going to have to jump in and he's going to have to muck in. And it, it could be the making of him. He could come back another. You know what I mean? A, the better form of Aguiar that we want to see. So it could benefit us in the end. I always thought it's a bit mystery that he's not played more this season because he's a he's a player that creates opportunities for other people and himself. He creates that little yard of space and he's not afraid to have a pop at goal and he's got a bit of a shot on him. Um, and I think that's something that we've missed this season and he's not been played, which is criticism number 4,769. I've got the manager that's just a card. Um, <laughs> But um, I hope he, I hope he cracks on. I hope he does really well, and we see the Aguar, Aguar that we saw around the Warsaw game last season because he's got in him to be a really good player at this level. And hopefully, under a new manager, we get to see that. Okay. Uh, the quick point I'd make as well is the National League is near enough the same as League Two now. Yeah, bang on. Bang so on. he is going to a lower level, but it's near enough the same standard of football. So he's not going to be yeah. playing. He's going, you know, he's going to be up if he goes there for a month and plays five, six games. He's going to be right at it when he does come back, or if he stays there for the season, whichever. But you know, he's not. He's going to a lower league, but I wouldn't say he's going to a worse standard. I think he's going to play at a similar standard that yeah. we're at. So I think that's a very good move, actually. Um, one more then before we move on, and and just before we we came live, I was scrolling through Twitter and I saw that um, her former Town goalkeeper Ty Belford has finally officially announced retirement from from football. He has been playing non-league uh, as well as doing coaching in in recent years, and I was fortunate enough to see him actually played a season and a bit here at, uh, at Hinkley at my local non-league team as well. 
uh, where his family are very well connected within the, the fabric of the club. So uh, uh, we, we've actually spoken to Ty in the past about coming on and then sometime later in the season, it may well be a possibility. So um, we may get to speak to him personally, but um, it, you know, it's, it's another former town player officially retired from the game. Now he's going to, he says he's going to concentrate on his coaching. I think he's, he's got some, some injuries and stuff. He's going to get seen to as well, potentially. Uh, but, but for me personally, like I say, um, having seen him play for for Swindon and Hinkley, I, I'd obviously like to wish him all the all the very best in whatever he goes on to. Yeah, knowing Ty, he's a lovely man. Ty is a good boy, so um, yeah, wish him all the best. Um, okay, uh, so next up, we've got the first of two games for this evening. Um, on on what looks like it could well be a bumper edition of Fools Rush In, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> Uh, but th this should be relatively quick fire, as it's my birthday tomorrow. And we were discussing about what to do to, to mark the occasion. Um, and Woody is a throwaway comment. I'm 99% sure it was Woody. He said, we should do some sort of quiz. And I said, OK, I'll do a quiz all about me. See who knows me best. You've all been talking to me long enough now. Um, right, Sorry, excellent. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> Can I also say it was a great tribute for Swindon Town to not disappoint Fifey on his birthday by losing. Um, so they didn't play <laughs> I, at all. Yeah. So I, I think that's thank you to the lads <laughs> for not ruining Fifey's birthday by losing on it by keeping the weekend free. Can we just uh, pick up on something just very quick before we address that? Rich has yeah. put in the chat, I'm going to drop off boys going to bed. I'm sorry. <laughs> How old um, is he? He's bed. Yeah, but no, let's without wishing to start rumors or anything, because we're not a rumor podcast. Um, he did say to me off air that he was dressed to go out afterwards. So he said he's going to bed. He's not necessarily said he's going to his bed. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he didn't ask you with Woody. Oh. <laughs> right, lads, so, uh, I've known so Rich for ten evening. years. Trust me, he's going to his own bed. <laughs> 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 I was going to say, Kieran's gone off as well. Kieran went ages ago. At least it means that the quiz will fly by that little bit quicker. Um, I will keep the scores. There's only nine questions in the Who Knows Fifey Best quiz. Um, but plenty of points available. As I just quickly write all your names down to keep score. Um, Nick was a... Craig... Uh, sorry, no. Craig, ben, Ned. Um, so nine questions. And what I'll do is simple one word answers is fine. I'll, I'll just go through and it'll be a point for every correct answer and see where we go from there. So uh, I, with the exception of one question, I believe I've mentioned every single one of these occasions on a podcast in the last two years. So who's been paying attention to what I've had to say when I'm talking about myself? Um, so we'll start with Joe. Uh, as he's next to me on the list. Cheers, no um, pressure. So, Joe, what was my first ever Swindon game? Oh. A friendly against Man United. Interesting. Okay, Woody? Um, a friendly against Man United. Craig? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think it was a friendly. It was a game that Migloranzi was playing in 
So I, I don't know. Fucking home against Doncaster. Home against Doncaster. Nick? Uh, it's got to be Warsaw. We seem to play them all the time. So it's got to be Warsaw. <laughs> okay, nice. Uh, Wazza? Because we're from the same era, Fifey, and no one gives you the credit that you are. Um, I think you were similar to me. I want to say home to Barnsley when Sam Parking, because I thought well, that was my first game. So I just thought I'd check it out there. Okay. Yeah, no, it's a great and shout. What, that. what a game that was, was a. Uh, I was in the town. Oh, then, for my own self-indulgence, I've just had a message come through wishing me a happy birthday for tomorrow as well, which is lovely. Thank you very oh. much. Um, ben? Well, it's your 20th anniversary this season, which you've said quite a few times. Um, so it is the right season, 2003-4 or 2-3. Um, <laughs> I think uh, Mike's confusing me with Nick. <laughs> I am going for... I mean, I did say it'd be a quick fire quiz. Crew. 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 Okay. Uh, Ned? Um, I'll just say someone different then. Um, Home to Rotherham. Rotherham. Well, (laughs) quite remarkably, Joe did actually get it right, and it was the friendly with Man United youth. Wow. Which is excuse. Hang on, youth team doesn't count, does it? Surely it's got to be a proper game. game. Yeah. My first ever Sunday game was a preseason. You didn't say what first, not gonna, you said what first game. Yeah. I hope you're not going to accuse me of copying Joe there. I just pay attention <laughs> to that. <laughs> uh, it's all right because Woody gets to go first for question two. What, what's uh, your first competitive game? Sorry, I'll ask Joe, look at your phone. I'm just going to ask you the answer. Uh, my. <laughs> First competitive game. Oh, fucking hell. It was home um, to Rotherham. <laughs> so my so Ben, you you were close because my first season was actually I, I said when we've done the 20 year stuff that next year is my 20 year. So the, ah. the bright the Brighton playoff season was my first season. Right. Um, you are older than me. <laughs> <laughs> um to be honest, I don't remember what my first competitive game was. I have no idea. Um, couldn't have been that memorable. Um, right, Woody, question two. I remember in my early years supporting town having five different players' names on the back of shirts. Point for everyone you can remember. Say again. So I've, I, I've said that I remember having five players' names on the back of shirts during my time oh, yes. supporting Swindon. Point for every player of the five you can remember. I don't know. Miglaranzi. That's expensive. Cost too much. That would have cost too much. You've got to think Sammy Igo, players like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, did Perry Ung play for at any point? We're chat parking in there. Probably Smith. He probably had one of the Smiths on there. Um, Michael Smith. <laughs> Bully boy. <laughs> I'm just going to say Austin. I don't think you would have had Austin, but okay. I'm with Austin. One more. And Ruddock, just for shits and giggles. Okay. Uh, 
Craig? Um, Starak. Blair Starak. Oh, I love Blair, Blair Starak. <laughs> yes. I think you're a bit. I think you're a bit of a fan of Barry Core as well. Oh, Barry Core. Barry, Barry Core. Okay. Yeah. Good value as well. Good value. Um, Good value. Ned, Ned's playing the, the money game. <laughs> it's true though. If I was a dad, Barry Core, that'd be one you can have. Yeah, I'd, I'd put Parking in there as well. Um, I, I will give you a clue. No one that Mike has said there is correct. <laughs> Yeah, one of the Smiths is definitely a shout. We've okay. had about five, haven't we? So maybe. Um, uh, oh, fuck it. Yeah, I'm going Migla Ramsey. Okay. Uh, is that five? Yeah, that's five. Yeah, I think that's five. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nick? Um, Parking. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <Keon> Clark. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Coxie. Um, oh, Coxie, I think I'm oh, very good at players on that era. Um, you can always sacrifice the points if you want, Nick, and just pass. Yeah, because I'm shit at quizzes. Go on. I'll, I'll okay. give those two. He's just giving that way. Uh, Water? Miglia Ramsey, Parkin, Simon Cox, Rory Fallon, and we all went for strikers back in that day, didn't we? No mm. one put anyone else apart from like your centre mids or your strikers. Um, Brian Howard. Was def- Brian Howard. definitely got a few. Was has definitely great. got a few because I kept seeing Fifey go. <laughs> uh, okay, and Craig and Craig got none because he had to ask Craig how many he's answered. <laughs> <laughs> well, so far I can tell you, out of everyone that's that said, out of the four of you that have guessed so far, one person has got points. Uh, ben, uh, Charlie Austin, Sam Parkin, Cox. Um, uh, Matt Hewlett, for some weird reason, I think his name's going to pop in there. And uh, Migs. Okay, so mad respect for the Matt Hewlett shout. Now, Ned and Joe, I'm going to give you two a bit of an advantage here because I've just said that before Ben, the four of them had guessed and only one of them had got points. And Ben proceeded to say someone that all of them had said. So maybe think of players that hadn't been said yet. <laughs> no, I st- so I'm it's not, Ned's turn. I'm not going to change because I can't think of any more players. <laughs> um, Cox, Core. Uh, yeah, okay. Cox, Core, Parkin. I was going to say Migs, but I, I'll, I'll take Migs back. I'll go for Howard. And we'll go for oh fuck it, Bullock. <laughs> and, it. and Joe, <laughs> break your legs, Darren Bullock. Love him. I'll try and mix it up a bit. Well, I think Migler Andy's like your favourite ever player, so he's got to be in there. Okay. Um, how about 
Sophie and Zaboob. <gasps> what a player. Mm. I'm trying Steve, to think of more Danny, players from that yes. era. Playing smart. They never had Zs in the club shop, so you wouldn't have <laughs> <level that. laughs> got a boo. I just got boo. Sorry, who was that one, Joe? Lee Peacock. Lee Peacock. Great right? shout, great good shout, good shout. What about Lee Peacock's mate, Christian Roberts? Christian oh, Roberts. One shout. more. Uh, I quite like the Sammy I go. I quite that was not a bad shout earlier on, so I might go. Good for value that. Again. I, go. I said that, but didn't actually so, say it in my selections. I have to say, half price shirt and a cheap name on the back. Joe Joe scored best in that round. Um, the five I can remember having was Barry Core, mm-hmm. Christian Roberts, uh, Sophie and Zabu, Zabu, what? Gerald Eiffel. Ah, oh, oh yeah. And uh, Jonathan Douglas. Jonathan Douglas. Wow. Jonathan wow. Douglas. Dougie's um, coming at one. Because no one puts defenders, do they, Wazza? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's um, weird. He's older than me. <laughs> I can only remember having did two. You, Ivy, did you say, when, when we had Gerald Eiffel on, did you say you had him, his name on the back of your shirt? Um, I well, it got it got referenced because Kieran said, "Didn't you tell us once that you had Eiffel's name on the back of your shirt?" And I just looked at him as he looked out the camera, and I went, "Yeah, yeah, that was it." <laughs> <laughs> well, fair play. Um, so, Craig, you're up first for question three. Um, I told the story of getting strange looks uh, from people during the Brentford playoff game. Can you remember why? Oh, no, um, uh, the only thing I can guess is from from going to uh, games with you. It was cold, and you were wearing just your shirt. below the shirt, but yeah. <laughs> just my shirt, nothing yeah. else. <laughs> I don't know. Was was it? Oh no, no, because it wouldn't have been that cold, surely, would it? Then, um, oh fucking hell! It's all right. Shall I take that and move on to Nick? Yeah, I'll take I'll take the hit there. I can't. Go, yeah, go on, Nick. Well, well I, that I, I was going to say that you were in your t-shirt in in shorts. Okay. Um, yeah, apart from that, I can't. Well, I, I, you, you could have been breaking some ribs. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, hugging or hardly, hardly wearing anything. Okay, what's up? I ain't got a Scooby, mate. Okay, fair <laughs> enough, Ben. I think it was the game you wore a dress. <laughs> ben, <laughs> there's more oh, than one I, game. Um, I seem to remember getting some decent food at Brentford half time. So I'm going to say that you had some array of ketchup or some kind of sauce all over your face, and you didn't realise. Okay, good shout. Nice, Joe. Well. Being, being to a few games of you now, I can imagine you picking somebody up and throwing them in the air when the goal was <laughs> You can just give off this impression that I just throw people around. Nick didn't even want to connect you at Northampton. That says it all. <laughs> oh, no. uh, Woody? I'm going with the boring one. I reckon you were sat in the Brentford end and you uh, celebrated when you scored. Ooh, That's it. That's uh, it. 
sadly, nothing as exciting as that, I'm afraid. Uh, that was the story that I told you that I wasn't able to go to the game because my now ex and our son were on holiday. I was driving back and as the header went in to take it, uh, I was sat at traffic lights and just literally my car was bouncing up and down and I had cars either side just looking at me. <laughs> there we go. Um, okay, so that means Nick. How, how's your maths, Nick? Um, average. Secondary school, I did win first prize for uh, coming top in a maths exam. Oh, but that wow. was a long time ago. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> I'd love um, a Nick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember why my 22nd birthday was really significant for STFC? Oh, fucking hell. What year was your 22nd birthday? 22nd. Uh, well, that depends on how well you know me, Ben. Oh, for fuck's sake. Must have been... Oh. January. What would have happened in January? What are we talking? Ten years ago? Twelve, ten, twelve years ago? January. The Canio sign. Okay. Was it? I was going to say that. End of Jan. Wasn't that like Decanio left, maybe? Decanio okay. gone. I don't know. Decanio gone? Okay. Ben? I actually agree with what said. Canio left about this time, didn't he? After Macclesfield, he called it a day. Okay, Ned. Yeah, same. <laughs> Joe? Well, Don't think about it too much, Ned. Yeah. <laughs> what he said. What he said. Sorry, <laughs> Joe. Steve took my answer. I was going to say the Wigan game. Wigan, yeah, okay. me. I was going to say that as well. And Craig. Okay, now. Craig? Craig, mute. You're on mute. You're on mute, Craig. Yeah, Craig, you're on mute. Yeah, sorry, I was, I was eating pork scratching, so I didn't want people to <laughs> hear me crunching. Um, oh, they were lush. Um, oh, I'm either going to go Wigan or, um, or Decanio leaving, so I'm going to go Wigan. Wigan you're going Wigan. The correct answer, my 22nd birthday, was the day we beat Wigan. Oh, I remember that day, Stratton Bank. It was lovely. Yeah, I was on Stratton Bank as well. Yeah, it was good. Uh, so that means, Wazza, you're next up. Um, everyone pulled a face when I said that where was the coldest ground I've ever been to? Everyone pulled a face when... Because everyone says Oldham when this conversation comes Yeah, around. that's what I was like, yeah. Oldham is boundary park. So, but I didn't say Oldham because I've never been to Oldham. Where have I been that I said was the coldest I've ever been? Hmm, where's he been? Woody's thinking of uh, either a dirty or a rude answer. I'm going to go Mansfield. Mansfield, okay. Ben? I agree. Mansfield. Mansfield. <laughs> Ned? Mansfield. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Something is telling me it's Salford, and I can't get rid of that out of my head. Okay. Uh, Joe? Uh, I'm pretty sure we spoke about this on a night out. But I've got no fucking idea what you said. <laughs> That's because you were. Is that the night? Is that the night you were far too busy, far too busy leading Sophie and Zabu chants? I was pissed at the time, amongst others. Amongst 
changing the words to songs. Cold ground. There's not other one, not one to pick other than Swindon. Yeah, but it could be a non-league ground. Could be a non-league ground. Oh, well, you've got a couple of hundred. Could you just pick any ground, Joe? Let's go for Inkley because it's close to you. Inkley, nice. Woody? I'm going to go Walsall. Okay. Ooh, good Craig? Shout. Good shout. I'm going to go Crawley. Go oh. Crawley. Well, I can I tell think... you someone has... Hang on, uh, I haven't had a choice oh, yet. Nick, Nick. You're <laughs> Colchester. Anyway. Colchester. Um, yeah, I, can, I can confirm that someone has got it right. Oh, it's not me then. I um, think Craig. I think it's. I think I remember you saying it's Crawley. Okay. Uh, well, you remember wrong because Woody was correct, and I said Walsall on Tuesday night <laughs> was the coldest <laughs> I've ever been at a football game. All right then, I've got to bring it back. Um, okay, two points on offer again here, Ben. You're first. Uh, what two players did I say I wish had played for Swindon? Oh fuck me. Um... Realistic players, this was. We realistic, were talking about yeah, like Pele and Maradona. Yeah. Two players you wish to have played for Swindon. Um, can't even remember the two we, players I said in that. So. If we keep this episode going another 50 minutes, it'll be my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would say Jim Magilton and Paul Moody. Okay. <laughs> Obviously. Ned? I'm quite confident with one. Okay. Lee Trendle. Okay. Um, Ben's but... gone all. And who, sorry? Uh, I, c- I can't think of who the other one was. Um... Rome Sinclair, Ned. <laughs> 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 Um, Lee Trundle, who's the other one? Maybe Scott Murray. Scott Murray, okay. Uh, Joe? Well, funnily enough, I was thinking of Lee Trundle as well. Yeah, I was as well, for the record. This Maguire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Another player. Well, um, oh, I don't know. Nicky Wells. Okay. Nicky Wells. Uh, Woody? I'm sure Trundle was one of them because I seem to remember going on to talk about Atomic Kitten shortly after we were having that discussion. <laughs> that sounds like something um, we would do, yes. Um, oh, I want to say it was a defender. No one picks defenders. I, I can't. I'm going to have to pass on that one. I'll take, okay. I'll take the Trundle if it's right. Craig? Well, I wasn't thinking Lee Trundle, but I am going to put Lee Trundle down. Because <laughs> everyone one, else is saying Trundle. <laughs> but one person who I was thinking of was um, Paddy Madden. Oh, okay. Paddy Madden. Oh, nice. yeah. Wow. Good Still playing. Although, judging by your reaction there, you're quite surprised with that, so I don't think <laughs> I've got it. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm more surprised that you remembered, Craig. Yeah. Maybe. Ooh. Maybe. Nick? Um, well, I'll just copy everybody else because I haven't got a clue. Um, Trundle. Uh... I have to say, right, if Lee Trundle isn't the answer to this, what, what a hell of a player Lee Trundle was. Oh, he's <laughs> amazing. Absolutely amazing. Good, pe- good penalty taker. Yeah. Um, oh. I don't know. Oh, sorry, Fluffy, I haven't got a clue. That's right. Was I? Oh, I'm going with Craig. Lee Trundle, Paddy Madden. 
Chronicles. <laughs> okay. Um, so I can confirm Lee Trundle was one of them. Yes. And Rob on Twitter has been paying attention because he's tweeted in and said, Dean Cox. Ah, Dean oh, Cox. Yeah. Good, good shout. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah, because, yeah. Um, well, sake, I remember Rob. the episode as well. Remember the episode mm. as well. Remember the episode. No, I don't. Um, okay, so this isn't one. This isn't one that I've specifically said. Um, but let's just see how much attention you've been paying. Um, tomorrow, or in what, just over forty-five minutes, I turn thirty-three years of age. Who is the current Swindon Town number thirty-three? Um, and it would be Ned to go first. Oh, for fuck's sake! Um, I know it's not Calmedo. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Calmeadow minus one, Romeo Dunn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one for the oldies out there. Um, um, what about what about that um, Abu? Whatever his name is, Abu Khan. Uh, what's his name? Kanu. Abu Kanu. Yeah, that's it. Okay, uh, Joe. Well, Ned's wrong, and I'm going to give everyone else a point here because it's Morgan Roberts. No, 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 no. Let me. Let, can, oh, you twat! <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try and make it look like I wasn't copying you because I was 100 percent confident it was Morgan. Oh Robert. yeah, it's in it. It's Morgan Chris, Roberts. Why did I go first? Sorry, sorry, sorry. So, so do you want to do you want to guess now that Joe and Woody have very confidently said it's Morgan <laughs> Roberts? Yeah, I think I'll guess it is... Um... Abu Kanu. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Morgan. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Abu, uh, no, no. no. Uh, <laughs> Morgan Roberts. Yeah. I'm so lucky, you still got it wrong. Yeah, it was that player from non-league just up the road from where I live. Bambury. Near Bambury boy. <laughs> Yeah, we'll go. Oh, we'll go. Everyone here, we are magic. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting over the your 33. I was going to say Saidu Khan 23, Fifey. Oh, somebody wants a ticket to the sponsor. I'll go with everyone else, Morgan Roberts. Um, Ben. Simon Cox, no, Morgan Roberts. <laughs> Lovely. Simon, so fine. points all round except for Ned because he went first. <laughs> oh, <I'm laughs> um, so with two questions left of the uh, Fifey quiz, do you want to know what the scores are? Yes. No. Yeah. Uh, so Ben has got one. Yes. Uh, Nick, Warren and Ned have got two. <laughs> Craig and Woody have got four. And Joe Ooh. has got six. Uh, on, champion Joe. Uh, that to be Joe. It's Friday. And speaking of Joe, it's Joe to go. Uh, um, in answer to your question, Craig. No, that's next. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, Joe, you're next up. Um, can you remember what happened to me on my way to the Preston playoff final game? No? Okay, fair enough. Woody? This is your chance, because Joe has an answer to prove that you're not just copying all his answers. What did you What did you say, Dick? I said no. <laughs> uh, he said no. I'm going to go simple and say you had a puncher or something. Okay, Craig? Say bomb. 
This this is shocking, really, because the amount of times I've gone back through the videos, editing and bloody doing, no, everything, really. He probably said it off air. Yeah. Um, oh, quite. Yeah, that one. I mean, all the others you said so far do ring a bell, but no, that that one I've I haven't got Scooby. No, sorry, mate. Okay, Nick. Um, you had to keep stopping on the way up there because you had the shits. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what's it's possible. It's possible. I'll go train delay. Train delay. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't working that day. So. <laughs> yeah. Ben. Uh, I think you said something like stuck in traffic, and you only just about made it. Okay, Ned. You need That's to talk boring. to me more often because I don't know any of these <laughs> answers. Um, maybe you come to my wedding, and I just didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there were no points dished out. That was the day I got hit by a car. Oh, oh I remember. Oh, you remember and, this? Oh, oh, man was drunk. And resulted, and resulted in a puncher. I resulted in a puncher. Before I hit someone else. Nicely. Nicely. Was the car all right? No, I rode the car off. It was Woody. Woody at you because he's got bold tyres and he couldn't brake. <laughs> um, last... If they went to Avon tyres, they would have... Uh, Avon tyres? Woody, to go first for the last question, two points on offer. Um... Which future Fools Rushing panellist blanked me at an away game? And for the second point, where was the game? Future Fools Rushing. As in, at the time, Fools Rushing didn't exist. So oh. which which oh, now current panellist? That was Ben. That was definitely Ben. <laughs> definitely Ben that blanked me, says says. It was definitely Ben that blanked you. Did you say it was an away game? I did say it was an Is away that... game. Must have been so. Middle. So just a, just a clue. Uh, Joe's Joe's thought about it. It would be somewhere that me and Ben would go. Warsaw. Warsaw's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a standard. <laughs> standard response. I, I do think Ben, and I was also thinking Warsaw. But your reaction to it, where you laughed, I, I don't think it is now. Just laughed so. that Warsaw's <laughs> come up so many times. Yeah. Uh, um, Mansfield probably. Northampton. Fountain, okay. Uh, Nick, I, yeah, it was definitely Ben. Know that. Okay. Um, he hasn't been told the story, he just thinks Ben's that type of character. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I actually, no, I actually remember the story, but I've got it's probably wrong, but I've just got a feeling it's uh, Lester. Okay, uh, was <laughs> Ben and Ben and Mansfield? Ben and Mansfield, can I go uh, next? Uh, yeah, Ned. Because obviously the person involved. Uh... Unless he doesn't remember. Well, <laughs> he, he might not remember where it happened. But he didn't, he didn't know at the time, did he? Did he, Fifey? Go on, Ned, what are you saying? I'm pretty sure it was Ben and yeah. it was Northampton. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Ben, was it you that blanked me? I didn't know. I didn't make myself aware, Fifey. You know I'm dead. Didn't make myself aware. I'm six foot fucking one. I'm not exactly skinny, am I? Yeah. I turned around. 
I turned round, there was a guy in his in his trademark hat and went, Nero. Hello, Ben. I'm not fucking talking to this for young fucking wanker. <laughs> I would have said that. If, if you made eye contact with me, I would engage. I probably had Archer with me. To be honest, I might have been stoned at the time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was my youth. It was my youth. No, it the wasn't. Was the game was burned. The hey, game it wasn't was 30 burned. years ago, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the game was Burton, Ben. Congratulations. Oh, Burton away. Right. Can I just point out I didn't have a go? Yeah. So, so Joe. Joe. Oh, yeah. Joe didn't have a go. Joe, where was it? It might have been Ben at Burton. I <laughs> 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 think Joe had won anyway. So. <laughs> Uh, Joe, to be fair, Joe had one going into that. Well done, Joe. You know, you won the Fifey quiz. At least one of us likes you, mate. Yeah, thank you, Ben. You you won the quiz and Ben blanked me at Burton. Thank you. Honestly, I did not. I would have. I'm not that kind of. I'm lovely, honestly. Probably Warsaw as well. Yeah. Um. Something. Uh. Just something we would. Uh. So our catchment, our our sort of picture for today. Um. And we we posted uh, it out this morning as well. Was a. A picture of Charlie Austin holding his shirt with a Fools Rushing logo on it. And uh, I have the picture here as well. Uh, there it is in all his glory. And, and the reason for that is um, Fools Rushing, much to, I'm sure, the dismay of the fan base as a whole. Uh, we have officially sponsored Charlie's away shirt for the rest of the season. So uh, hot on the heels of... Woody who left, Beth who left, um, <laughs> Ian Harry's who's injured, Charlie Austin is the latest. Uh, as we try and continue to uh, to form links, we may not be considered one of the elite four by the local newspaper, but we are still uh, making links within the club and uh, and trying to do our bit. So yes, Fools rushing. Find a deal that he's allowed to play home games. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry. <laughs> Mike might just, oh no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Fools Machine officially sponsor uh, Charlie Austin's. Uh, yeah, Danny, um, we'll try our best, but uh, we can't make any promises. Um, on, a, on an equal note, there will be something coming out in the next couple of days. Obviously, we've made reference earlier today about Beth leaving Swindon Town Women, and I have had communication that Fools Rush In will very shortly be affiliated to another member of the Swindon Town Women's team. Uh, We're so making that will our be way enough. through them, aren't we, lads? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, whoever's leaving in the next few weeks I ring up James and say who do you want to get rid of yeah. <laughs> we sponsor Ethan <laughs> wow um, moving swiftly on um, oh, <laughs> when he's gone, when he's gone. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I'll just send you the money for it. <laughs> <laughs> All joking aside, uh, again, we, we were talking about Beth, that, or we mentioned Beth there. Uh, we wish her all the very best, obviously, at, at Warminster. And we have said that just because she's no longer at Swindon Town Women does not mean she's not part of the uh, the Fools Rushing family. And we have set, we have suggested that in the next couple of weeks, when she's all settled in at a new club, she comes back on and, and lets us know how she's getting on. So uh, we will be still seeing plenty more of Beth uh, throughout the season. Uh, fear not. Um... <laughs> Thank you. Will Jane still be in the women's team manager or promoted to the men's team job? Uh, <laughs> um, so that leads us on to, um, ah, yes, um, the last topic of today. And it's a, it's a game that's actually about three weeks, uh, three, four weeks overdue. Um, so I, I must apologise to John, who worked very hard. And when I messaged him today, he actually redid the numbers for me. Um, oh, so it's no. a simple game of higher or lower. Um, however, there is a bonus point for who gets the closest, um, as we've done before. And you might you might have already read the ticker. Who is FRI's biggest social media monster? Um, so what John has actually done is he's gone through our personal Twitter profiles, as well as some of as as well as some <laughs> of our uh, favourite friends associated to Fools Rush In. And uh, he's to the nearest hundred. He's rounded up or down. How many tweets we've done up until the first of December last year? Well, mine's easy, none, because I'm not on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, you're not included, Wasna. <laughs> um, so um, it's up to you guys. Do you want to do it as a two-pointer, higher or lower, or just who gets closest? Higher or lower. Yeah, higher or lower that. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So. Um, we will start off with, uh, let's bring the list up. So to give you an idea of where we are, um, Fools Rush In, our, our Twitter account, as of the 1st of December last year, had done 4,700 tweets to the nearest 100. Um, no wonder you can't see my fucking, like, <laughs> things on my phones now. It's just ridiculous. Um, so next on the list is Woody. So by the 1st of December last year, uh, we'll start in, we'll do it in the same order, um, but we'll go backwards as you're, as I'm looking at you. So Ned, um, as of the 1st of December, had Woody done more or less than 4,700 tweets? I reckon less. Less, okay. Any, and a number on it, please? I reckon... Like maybe something significantly less, maybe something like two thousand nine hundred or something. Two thousand nine hundred. Lovely, Ben. Uh, less two thousand nine hundred and one. <laughs> uh, you can't oh, no, shit out. To the nearest hundred, Ben. All right, two thousand. Rishi, Rishi Shunak called. He wants you to attend his class, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> so Ben's going three thousand, was it? That's a lot of fucking tweets, isn't it? Um, lower fifteen hundred. Lower fifteen hundred, Nick. Lower seventeen hundred. Uh, 1700. Uh, no, Mike, not all my accounts, just just false rushing. 
Uh, Craig, how many was it again? We took. Uh, uh, so Falls Rush In had done four thousand seven hundred. Yeah, definitely lower. I'd say fifteen hundred. Uh, we've already had fifteen hundred. I'm oh, afraid. Um, if we had sixteen hundred, we haven't. Uh, sixteen hundred then. Uh, Woody, do you think you've done more or less than four thousand seven hundred tweets? I think He's I've done checked. more. You think you've no, done more? No, I, I think I look back. Answer, in, answer, please. I think I look back answer. in. I think I had something come through in November when I was doing some social media stuff, and I think I'm only just more. I want to say I'm around four thousand eight hundred to the nearest hundred. Four thousand eight hundred. Okay. I think um, in, I'm pretty sure in November I was four thousand and something. Okay, Joe. Well, I'm glad he said that because everyone else said lower, so I was <laughs> higher anyway. You're welcome, Joe. <laughs> so uh, let's go higher. Four thousand nine hundred. Four thousand nine hundred. Well, I can confirm, uh, according to John's research. Woody had done more than Fools Rush In. Shit. And it was 4,800. So Woody gets two points. You need to get out a bit more, Woody, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have been on it since 2011, mind. Well, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so, Ben, you're... I'm pre-Elon Musk era, like most losers. <laughs> uh, actually, for my own sanity, I'll just go forward and backwards. So, Joe... Uh, Woody did 4,800. How many's Nick done? Uh, less. Got to be less. Okay. Mm. Um, I don't think he's even done 1,000. Okay. 900 I'm going for. 900. Woody? Um, I think when we count the retweets and all of that, I'm going to go not less, but 1,200. 1200. Craig? Uh, 1300 less. 1300. Uh, Nick, how many do you think you've done to the nearest 100? 100. 1100. 1100. Uh, was it? Well, I'm going to go less. I'm going to go 1000. 1000. What we got to what we got to do to get Wazza on Twitter? Uh, Ben? 1200. Uh, we've already had a 1200, I'm afraid. 13. Had that as well. 1400. And Ned? I'm going to say 1800 lower. 1800. So everyone's gone lower and gets a point for doing so. He has done less than 4800. Uh, the correct answer, though, was that he'd done 2000 to the nearest oh, 100, which Ned. means Ned gets this bonus point. Yeah. I've done that. Fuck, I don't know how many I've got. So, uh, Ned, we start with you again. Yeah. Uh, Nick did 2,000 to the nearest 100. Did Craig do more or less? Oh, God, he just... I reckon it's more. Okay. But I don't know how long he's been on there for. That's the question. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm going to say 3,100. 3,100. Lovely. Uh, ben? More 3,300. 3,300? 3, uh, was it? Oh, it's got to be high. Think of all those like train sort of things and stuff like that. 
<laughs> driving the train. <laughs> oh, he loves it. Oh, I'd love to follow Craig on Twitter. Not even on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can imagine, you know, you can fantasize if you want, was it? Yeah. What was the sorry, what was the figure for uh, Nick's one? Was... So Nick's was two thousand. Right, so higher, and I'm going to go three thousand seven hundred. Three thousand seven hundred was a Nick. Uh, Four thousand seven hundred. Four thousand seven hundred. Uh, Craig. Now, um, this is a tricky one because um, my account that I've got at the moment, I only joined in February twenty twenty one. So, oh, oh um, it's letting the insider knowledge out. Yeah. Here's a tricky one. I'm going to get, I don't know, 2,000. So you're saying it's the same? Okay. Uh, what, what was the last one, sorry? What, what 2,000. I'll go, I'll, I don't know, go um, go higher than 2,100. 2,100. Woody? Um, well, for some reason I had in my head that Craig said he didn't really use Twitter until Falls. Um he actually put in our WhatsApp group the other day. I've started tweeting a bit more, Ben. I don't know how you do yeah. it. Yeah, so I only came I only came back onto Twitter when all the shit was going on with Lee Power and, and Clem and everything. So I was tweeting a lot at that yeah. time. So So well, Nick was on two thousand. Nick has probably got one million followers, so he has to reply to them. <laughs> so, <laughs> We're gonna go. I'm gonna go less than seventeen hundred. Less than seventeen hundred. And Joe, I'm gonna go more. But now he said about his account, I'm gonna go lower. Nineteen hundred. Nineteen hundred. Uh, well, it was correct that the answer was in fact lower. So points for Joe and Woody. Uh, and Craig's is at fifteen hundred uh, to the nearest hundred. Right. So you are the social media monster. Um, so Woody gets the <laughs> bonus point there. Um, next, we go from Craig to Mark. Parody Clem Morfuni. Is he higher or lower to the nearest 100 than 1,500, Joe? Uh, he's higher, I think. Going higher? Okay. Um, I'm not sure how long he's been on Twitter, but let's go for 2,100. 2,100? Yeah. Okay, Woody? I'm going to go higher. And I think I reckon he's done fucking loads. I'm going to go 7,000. 7,000. Wow. Craig? <coughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go higher. 5,000. 5,000 for Craig. Nick? Uh, <coughs> I'll go lower. 1,300. Just the 1,300 for Nick. Was it? Higher. 3,000. 3,000 for Waza. Uh, ben? Um, higher, 4,500. 4,500. And Ned? So, hang on. So this is the parody Clem Morfuni account, yeah? Yeah, but mm -hmm. I, he's changed his name since. He, he, before Clem Morfuni, it would have been Mark. Unless he's got PCN in his actual handle. Yeah, he has. You can change your handle as well. Yeah, All you, right. can, you can change Ooh. both. I don't get any of this. 
That's why you get some. Was it? Was it? What was game is that right now? I am paying for the blue tick as well. <laughs> he doesn't need a blue tick. He's going to get a gold one because he's massive for every day. Is that? Um. Oh Jesus! It, it's either going to be lower because he's since the start of this year, or it's going to be higher because he's been doing it. Yeah. For it's going to be either lower or higher. It's like when you predict a result. It's either a win, draw, or a loss. <laughs> no, you know what I, mean? I don't know if he's or had a previous Twitter handle. Do you, think, like, I think, do you think it could be the same? I'll throw it out there now. There are no the sames. Oh, uh, uh. right. Okay, so I'm gonna bank on the fact that he's had this account longer than a year. So okay. I'm gonna go massive. I'm gonna say eight thousand. Um, so points for everyone except Nick for going higher. Um, and the correct answer is Mark has done 6,200, wow. which Woody, means man. bonus point for Woody. Well, I'm Woody. Oh, wow. Um, so from Mark, we are then going to our friends over at the lower league look, Ned. Oh, God. Oh, my God. So they've not been around too long, but fuck me, can they tweet? <laughs> <laughs> so the question is... Uh, have they done more or less than the uh, than the six thousand two hundred of Mark? They do that a week, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> you wait until um, we get to Ben's. Be a day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually worried about mine. I think I'm going to be highly embarrassed about. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I've been on it since two thousand and eight. There's a clue. oh god. Um, <laughs> I think it's. Crazily going to be higher. I think it's going to be 7,000. 7,000. Ben? 6,500. 6,500. Uh, was it? Oh, I'm going to go higher. I think that higher, and I'm going to go nine and a half. Nine and a half. Wow. Massive. Nick? I'll go 11,000. <laughs> 11,000 for Nick, Craig. I'm going to go lower, 5,500. 5, uh, oh, Liam talks shit all the time. He's going to be loads. <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to go... I am still going to go lower, 3,000. 3,000? Very sweet. Uh, Joe? 4,200. 4,200. Uh, well, I can tell you that the four of you that went higher were correct to do so. Uh, there wasn't a great deal in it. Mark was 6,200. Lower league look in what? Just over a year? Uh, 6,600. Wow. Well done, boys. They need to get a proper job. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, next, and, and I hope she's still around. Um, Did I get the points there? Uh, yeah, you sorry, Ben. Yeah, you got the bonus point. Can I just, can I just say, Fifey, well done to John for going to yeah. that effort. That's, yeah. that's bloody, that's especially especially after already doing it in November. Yeah. I think it, I think it was the one where I went to the cinema and you ended up doing the um the Twitter oh, the, one, the, the Twitter space. Yeah, and I yeah. said, oh, we'll save it for the we'll save it for the next one. 
No, fair, fair play, John. That was a that was a really good effort to to do that. So he actually went back and redid it for me. Bless him. Um, right. So lower league look then, Joe. Uh, we're on six thousand six hundred. What about Danny? Got to be lower. She likes a tweet. He does like a tweet, but. Again, it all depends on how long she's been on for, doesn't it? Yeah, six thousand's a lot, but yeah, like you say, she ah fuck it, let's go higher. Eight thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Eight thousand says Joe. What about you? Seven thousand nine hundred. Them to Nick. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what, was that? <laughs> what was the last one? <laughs> six thousand uh, direct messages. I six. <laughs> I don't admit. Just checking. <laughs> so, 6,600 was the last one. I reckon she didn't know Twitter existed until at Ocus Road popped up. So, I'm going to go lower 1,200. 1,200. Uh, Craig? Hmm, I'm going to go lower 5,500. And about 5,000 of them is where she's... Texted the fools rush in, and ninety nine percent of that would have been for Nick. <laughs> that we appreciate, by the way. Yeah. We, we very much appreciate. Mike, he's hoping I'm not mentioned. How do I check? <laughs> um, where are we, uh, Nick? How many do you how many do you reckon Danny's on? Um, what was the what we're talking six thousand six hundred? Was it? Yeah, 6,600. Um, well, I've got 4,800 of them. Um, <laughs> I'll go 5,9. 5,9. Lovely. Was it? That's just my DMs. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> what's uh, gone? What's uh, gone? Come on, I've gone here. Um, he doesn't even like Twitter. It was six, yeah, I don't even like Twitter. Six, um, I'm going to go lower and 5,000. 5,000. Thank you, Wazza. Uh, ben? 3,500 lower. Sorry, uh, was that 3,500? 3,500. Lovely, thank you, Ned. Uh, I'm gonna say, oh god, lower five thousand eight hundred. Five thousand eight hundred. Well, I can confirm that Joe is the only one to have gone higher, and he got the point and the bonus point for doing so. Oh, Danny man. is on fourteen thousand nine hundred tweets. Ooh, Danny. Hell, she must have known Nick before Fools. <laughs> <laughs> so we go from Danny to uh, the man from Pixar's Up, Kieran. Um, how mm. many tweets do we think Kieran has done, Ned? Ned? Get out. Sorry. That's right. Um, that's speak about your missus, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fucking late night fools. 
Um, um, so yeah, we've we gone on to Kieran from Danny. Oh, Kieran. Um, oh, we, uh, lower eleven thousand. He's on it quite a lot, isn't he? Okay, Ben. Um, <laughs> Gav, Gav's, Gav's here. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Go on, Ben. Um, I think, uh, yeah, um, uh, twelve thousand. Twelve thousand. Lovely. Thank you. Was it? Well, from that Gibraltar weekend alone, there would have been a few tweets. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um what was Danny? Danny was 14,900. I'm going higher. Oh. I'm going 16. 16,000. Okay, thank you. Uh, Nick? I'll go higher, 15,8. 15, 15,8. Thank you very much. Uh, Craig? <laughs> now, I was going to go higher because Kieran's a bit of a social media whore. But when when um Waza said hi, you went oh, so um so I'm I'm gonna go lower. Okay, and I reckon it's about twelve thousand. Twelve. Uh, we've had twelve thousand. You went because uh, right, I was bang on right. <laughs> Sorry, Waza spoke over you then, mate. Twelve thousand. Twelve thousand one hundred. One hundred. Lovely, thank you. Woody. Uh, I'll go lower because he's only been allowed an account for about three years, hasn't he? <laughs> Um, so I'll go lower. What was the last one? 149. Thousand. I'll go 13,000. Okay, thank you. And Joe? The difficulty here is I can imagine he's been banned once or twice. Mm. <laughs> so how long has he had his current account for? So I'm going to go less. 9,000. 9,000. Uh, thank you very much. Um, so the uh, Nick and Wazza went higher um, than 49, and they were correct to do so. Um, and Wazza got closest, so he gets the bonus point. Kieran has done a remarkable 27,800 <laughs> tweets. Wow. Fucking hell. Fucking hell, Wazza. What a <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, Joe, we go from Kieran to Fifey. How many have I done from my personal it's Twitter account? Personal account. Is it more or less than 27,800? I mean, you do put quite a bit of stuff out. Not these days. I don't do all three fools. I don't know. Uh, it's difficult because obviously not knowing you that long. So how long have you been on Twitter? I'm going to be controversial here and go higher. Okay. I reckon maybe 29k. 29,000 tweets. Thank you very much. Uh, Woody? You're on mute. Woody. That's because it was the wrong answer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll just ballpark 20,000. I don't know if that's higher or no. 20,000. 20,000. Thank you. Uh, Craig? See, I don't recall you being that active on. Twitter before Fools rush in, and most of the time, just, just to remind people that before Fools, I did write a blog, 
Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. See, that's yeah, how I, that's how I've gone. That's yeah. what I thought. About I don't recall you. Your your name didn't crop up that much on Facebook. Doesn't crop up that much now. Yeah. You know, and and recently, obviously, like you said, it's been more the fools account. So it's definitely lower, I reckon. No, okay. we know we didn't win the quiz. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, He's giving you a full over there, Fivey. He's really dug in. <laughs> I'm, go I'm gonna go eighteen thousand. Eighteen thousand. Thank you, Craig. I know you're not really making out that I'm a failure for wanting to be in media, but my name can't get out there. I know it, it all comes from a place of love. <laughs> Nick, uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Fucking hell, even less. Um, was it? He's just checking. I can't log in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, lower uh, 17 and a half. 17 and a half. Thank you, Ben. 31,000. Oh, gone higher. Oh, Ben's nice. Look. Ned, I think it's going to be massive. I think it's going to be massive. Thank you. He... That's very kind. Thank you very yeah, much. You're First time you've heard that. Right. So I'm going to go for five inches. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You, no. said, you said massive, Ned. I'm sorry to I'm, I'm sorry, sorry to disappoint, but if that class is as massive, then no, I'm significantly lacking. <laughs> um, I reckon I reckon you're over fifty k, mate. Over fifty. Yeah, Are you going to put yeah. an actual number on that though? Uh, fifty. Fifty thousand one hundred. <laughs> fifty thousand one hundred. Um. According to John's research from the Five Feet 07 account, it is 22,300. Which means that Woody, Craig, and Nick get, uh, uh, and was, sorry, get points for going lower. And Woody again gets the bonus point uh, for being closest. So that figure again, 22,300 from Five Feet 07. Uh, so from me, we go to a dear friend of the show, Claire. Uh, we all we all pretty much met Claire via social media, but is she a massive tweeter to the nearest hundred? Um, Ned, higher or lower than my pitiful twenty two thousand three hundred? I've got to be honest, I'm disappointed with that figure, Fifey. Um, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed with my figure yourself. too. <laughs> um, I, th I think it's going to be lower. I think it's going to be. Uh, we'll go with 9,000. 9,000 for Claire. Thank you, Ben. I think we're going to go 7,500. 7,500, even lower again. Thank you, Wazza. Lower. Six and a half. Six and a half, thank you. Uh, Nick? Uh, I'll do eight three, eight thousand three hundred. Thank you, uh, Craig. Uh, lower ten thousand. Ten thousand. Thank you very much, Woody. Uh, lower three thousand. Three thousand. Thank you, and Joe. Just because everyone's gone lower, I'm going to go higher. I already won the quiz, so it don't matter. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what was yours, Fifey? Uh, 22,300. Let's go 22,800. 
22,800. Uh, well, Joe went brave and went bigger. That was wrong. Everyone else got points for going lower. Um, and just checking here, Woody again gets the bonus point. Uh, he guessed 3,000, and Claire's uh, figure is 4,000. Wow. Um, few more entries still to go. I'll just tot up the points for you. So Joe is on. Nice. Joe's on six. Woody's on 11. Craig is on four. Nick is on five. Was is on seven. Ben's on five. And Ned's on five. Good um, was there. Well done. Considering you're not on it, mate. <laughs> yeah. Luck of the draw. So the number is 4,000. Um, John's John's number himself, is it higher or lower than 4,000? Uh, who would it be to go first, Joe? Higher. 10,000. 10,000, thank you. Woody? Higher. 60,000. 60,000. Wow. Craig? Yeah, I'm going to go. It's definitely higher. He's quite active, and I'm pretty sure he's been on there a long time. So I'm going to go 50,000. 50,000. Okay, thank you, Nick. I'll split the difference 55. 55 for Nick. Uh, Wazza? Higher, 65. 65 for Wazza, Ben? Who's this for? John. John. John, John 50,000. Oh, we've had a 50. 51. 51,000. Thank you, Ben. And Ned? Uh, I'd go higher, but 40,000. 40,000. So everyone gets points for going higher. Um, and Joe gets the bonus point uh, for not going excessive because John is on 16,500. Wow. <laughs> So there you go. Uh, from John's 165, uh, and it's the man himself to start, Ned. Me? Yes. Well, how many tweets have I done? To the nearest 100. Oh, lower, 100%. Okay. Um, uh, 2,500. 2,500. Lovely. Thank you. Ben? 7,000. 7,000 tweets from Ned and each one a gem. Was it? I'm going, going to go with Ned. Lower, 2-6. Two, 2-6 six. Two, six for Was it? Thank you. Nick? Shit out. 3-3. Uh, 3-3 three, three. <laughs> three, three for Nick. Thank you. Uh, Craig? How, how many was the last one? 16,500. I'm going to go lower, but I don't think it's as low as Ned said, because I reckon there's been quite a few retweets and replies to tweets. So I'm going to go 10,000. 10,000 tweets from Ned. Would it? Uh, which, which obviously isn't the case, because the way you just <laughs> fucking responded there. <laughs> you keep saying yeah. this, but it doesn't... I'm not responding in any way, shape or form. Yeah, all right. You tell yourself Simil that. Right? Similar yeah, double bluffing. Double bluffing, you Craig. Craig. Similar theory to Craig. I'm, I'm going on the replies because I've seen Ned reply quite a lot. So I want to go 11,000. 
11,000 for Woody. Thank you. And Joe? 9,200. 9,200. So everyone gets points for going lower. And uh, Ned, you actually won your own round because uh, you are on uh, 1,700. Wow. That's poor. Really? That low? 1,700? Yeah, I mean, I, I opened ben, an account. Ben is appalled with you. Years yeah. ago, but I rarely, <laughs> rarely, I rarely used it up until like this year. Um, so uh, we saw the man appear in the chat a short while ago. We go from Ned to Gav, Joe. Uh, has Gav got more or less than Ned's 1700? I think more. Okay. Um, 3500. 3500, thank you, Woody. 3600. 3,600, thank you. Uh, where are we going next? Craig? Who's Gav? <gasps> <gasps> he was on our pod on Boxing Day. Oh, right. Yeah, I didn't watch oh, that. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. Sorry. Unbelievable. That is ridiculous, Craig. Oh, and he was at Bradford. And he was at Bradford. Yeah, he was at Bradford. met him. <laughs> you were stood <laughs> next to him in the photo. <laughs> Oh, fucking hell, Craig! Craig, if you heard. I do oh. hope he's still watching as well. Oh, Gav! You Sorry, only commented Gav. about five minutes ago. Sorry, Gav. Sorry, when people Sorry, get Gav. famous, when people get famous, you know what they're like. Yeah, I, I, I was just doing what Ben did to you, mate. You know, all those years ago. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> Like they don't exist. Sorry, Gav. I just fuck it. I, I, I barely remember my own kids' names, let alone anyone else's. So, you know. Um, I, I, so, um, what's what's been mentioned so far? Three thousand. Three five and three six. All right, I'll go three four then. Three four. Thank you, uh, Nick. Uh, Eighteen thousand. Eighteen thousand. Thank you. Uh, was Higher and seven and a half. Seven and a half, thank you. Uh, ben? Six and a half. Six and a half, thank you. And Ned? Has 4,000 gone yet? 4,000 has not gone yet, no? All right, I'll take 4,000 then, please. You'll take four. So nobody gets the point because it's actually lower. Um, so by default, Joe gets the bonus points just by having the lowest wrong answer. Uh, Gav is on exactly 1000. Wow, there you go. Um, from Gav, we go to Friday Night Joe. Friday Night Joe, Friday Night Joe. Now, for in the interest of balance, it's worth noting that Friday Night Joe, for whatever reason, did have to change. His Twitter account not that long ago, so it's not going to be. No, it is Gav. Gav is still here. What it's worth, I watch every single episode normally after they've been posted for editing and shit like that. And but that's the only one I haven't fucking watched. By the way, lads, lads. Happy birthday, Happy birthday to you. 
Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, everyone. I, I very much appreciate it. Thanks for staying up to seeing my birthday with me. We can all piss off now. The longest ever episode. <laughs> this is officially the longest ever episode of Fools Rush In. And Gav's so on, Gav. I was going to say, there was no way that Gav's going to know that I didn't remember who he was. Because there's no way he's going to be here three hours in. But fucking fair play, mate. He'll be here three hours on listening to us talk shit. That's, that's, I'm, right, definitely let's, not, uh, I'm definitely let's, not going to forget his name now. <laughs> let's see if we can burst through a round or two. Because there's only a couple of names left. Uh, so, Ned, I believe it's you to go first. Um, has Friday Night Joe done more or less than a thousand tweets? Do you know what? I think it might be lower. Okay. I'm going to say 900. 900. Thank you. Uh, ben? 750. So, to the nearest 100? 700. <laughs> That's twice you've been told to the nearest 100. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? <laughs> no, I reckon Ben's... I reckon, sorry, Joe's a bit higher. Okay. Higher, two and a half. Two and a half, thank you. Nick? Uh, 1,200. 1,200, thank you. Craig? Uh, 1,300. 1,300, Woody? Uh, 400. 400. And, and, uh, <laughs> and giggles. Joe? Well, if this had been my old account, which for some reason got suspended, it would be way higher. Okay. Uh, but I think... I'm def I reckon I'm le definitely less than a thousand. Okay. Five hundred. Five hundred. So I can tell Joe, Woody, Ben, and Ned were correct to go lower and get a point. Remarkably, one of you have got it bang on. Four hundred is the correct answer, Woody. Four hundred. Well done. There you go. There's five remaining entries. Oh, I'll be pleased Christ. to know. Just, right, just to let you know, my laptop is going to die in just a moment. So uh, <laughs> try and speed through, guys. Speed through. Right. You ready, Joe? You're yeah. going from your 400 Higher. to to Luke's. Higher. Okay. Uh, I don't know. 10K. I reckon Luke is on about 10K. Thank you, Woody. Higher. 9K. 9k Craig higher 8,900. <laughs> 8,900 Nick uh, 15k 15k for Luke. Thank you. Uh, what was it eight and a half? Eight and a half. Thank you, Ben. 17. 17,000. And Ned, I reckon a lot higher. 26. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Giving you a birthday oh. hug. Yeah. Oh. 26 was that, Ned. Sorry. Yep. Yep. Um, so you were all correct to go higher. So points all round there. Um, his uh, Luke's figure is 7,400, which by my reckoning gives Wazza the bonus point. Well done, Wazza. Uh, wow. 
So, 7,400. We go over from Luke to uh, Mr. Mike Dixon. <laughs> Mike Dixon, he's been tweeting. Uh, so, uh, Ned? Oh, Jesus. So, what was it? So, 7,400. 7, uh, probably higher. Let's go 12,000. 12,000, Ben? 16,300. 16,300, thank you, was it? 15,000. 15,000, thank you, Nick. 17,5. Uh, 17,5, 17, says Nick, thank you, Craig. This is like when I'm betting on fucking horses. I'm just shooting in the dark here, aren't I? <laughs> um, 18,000. 18,000 for Craig. Thank you, Woody. Mike has been on it for years. Yeah. So I'm going high. I'm going 40,000. You're going 40. Mike's gone 140. <laughs> wow. Uh, Joe? I've just had a message from one of our viewers to say our pod's gone too long. They've gone to bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. They can catch up on the rest. Three hours, five minutes. Um, 47,500. There you go. Um, so from Mike, um, who, who won it? Uh, Joe did. Yeah. Sorry. No. Okay. Uh, so we got two left, um, and uh, yeah, these are interesting ones. So from Mike Dixon's forty-two. Uh, sorry, forty-seven thousand. Uh, we go over to Swindon Town Football Club. Has Mike done more or less than Swindon Town Football Club? <laughs> Oh my god. Um, Joe, you're first to go. They tweet all those stupid adverts every day, don't they? So Swindon's gonna be higher, I think. I'm going big. 110k. 110k. Okay, thank you. Uh, Woody. I was gonna benchmark the hundred, so I'm gonna go hundred. A hundred K for Swindon. Thank you. Uh Craig. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to go higher, but I don't think it's by that much because during the Lee Power years, the social media presence was fucking non-existent, wasn't it? So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go sixty thousand higher. Sixty thousand. Yeah, but Craig. But Craig, they've given fifty-five million crates of thatches away. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that Nick? is true. That is true. Yeah. Uh, Ninety-five. Ninety-five thousand for Nick. Thank you. Uh, was it? Higher one two five, hundred twenty five thousand for was it Ben? One hundred and seventy thousand. One hundred and seventy thousand. Thank you, Ned. Two hundred k. Two hundred thousand. Ned's gone big. So everyone gets All points in. for going higher. Swindon, <laughs> Swindon Town have tweeted more than Mike Dixon. It's official. Uh, their number, however, isn't as impressive as you might think. Oh, oh. It is fifty-six thousand five hundred. 
Well done, Craig. Do you think they Fucking tweet terrible. every time someone scores? Oh, I suppose we're Yeah, but they, they don't bother three. tweeting when there's a new signing or a manager leaving. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, so they, they hardly ever respond to tweets or do retweets and shit like that. So, well, may, maybe until recently. Here's the one you've all been waiting for as the grand finale. Big time, Ben. Ben Nichols at Pyman. Oh. Has he has he tweeted more or less than Swindon Town Football Club? The number to beat is fifty six thousand five hundred, and we start with Ned. Yes, definitely higher. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I'm gonna say that he's cleared a hundred k. I'm gonna I'm gonna say hundred yeah hundred and one k. One hundred and one thousand tweets for Ben. Uh, but, uh, no, we'll say until last, was it? Yeah, I was going to go high. Uh, 95. 95,000 tweets, thank you. Um, we go to Nick next. That's just what I was going to use again. Thanks, Was. Um, I will oh, go mate. 105. 105,000 tweets. Ben, when would you have time to do 105,000 tweets? Uh, Craig. Well, it's at work. When he's working. How many did um, how many did uh, Mike Dixon tweet? Uh, his was forty-seven thousand. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely higher than. I'm going to go a hundred and twenty thousand. Hundred and twenty thousand tweets says Craig Woody. One million tweets. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want my serious answer? Yes, please. <laughs> One, two million. million. <laughs> um, I'm going to go 70,000. 70,000 tweets. Thank you. And Joe? 68,000. 68,000 tweets. Wow. Uh, ben, that all your uh, all your podmates here seem to think you tweet an excessive amount. Uh, do you do you think that's correct and fair, I, or do you think I it's... do have a social media issue? Um, <laughs> uh, I've been on since two thousand eight, which okay. is a long, long, long time. Um, I would say. God, it's going to be embarrassing, isn't it? I'm going to go for 68,000. Uh, that's what Joe just said. 69,000. 69,000, says Ben. Hey. You've done that since the start of the season, Ben. That was just his hashtag Lindsay out. So you were. The number is, she'll make me go to a, a meetings. You were all correct. <laughs> you were all correct to go higher. That Ben has tweeted more than Swindon Town Football Club. Oh wow! And I can tell you that the bonus point is about Well, the bonus point was going to go to one person, nearly went someone else before a different prediction came in. Ben's official number is sixty-eight thousand two hundred. So Joe takes it because Ben ended up going too high from his, from his original guest. Oh. 
So Ben's Ben's number sixty eight thousand two hundred tweets, everybody, since two thousand and eight. That's an incredible amount of work. So yeah, tell... You only sent ten tweets in the first ten years of that. Yeah, that's only four thousand <laughs> tweets a year. Just totaling up the points here very quickly. While I do that, I just want to thank you all again for the for the birthday messages. It's very nice of you. Um, and uh, th thank you for staying on for what has been a bumper episode of Fools Rush In to see it in as well. While you're doing that, Fifey, can I just say um, on behalf of, I'm, I'm sure, all the panel to thank you for everything that you've done since setting all this up on, on your birthday and everything. Um, Absolutely. I don't think any of us could even begin to imagine that it's become what it has become. And I know you like to play it down and you're very modest and everything, but Me we, wouldn't, we, 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 would, we wouldn't be here today doing all this if it, if it wasn't for you. You're the glue that holds everything together. And, um, you know, and that's, that's, that's down to you, mate. So thank you and I hope you have a fucking cracking birthday. Thank you. Especially Thank as Brendan aren't playing, so you know they're not going to ruin it. No, yeah. well, this, well, what Good you'll all remember Happy is. Birthday, Thank you very much. This time last year, we all. Oh, hi, Ned. You didn't want to know that. <laughs> uh, this time last year, we all celebrated my birthday by watching Man City at the county ground, you'll remember. So uh, there we go. How times have changed. Um, in the, the scores are in, in reverse order. Craig got a massive 10 points. Oh, can I, I take that one you said then? In front of Craig on 11 points was Nick. Yeah. It was a very tight game because Ben was on 12. Ned was on 13. Was a 14. Wow. And then the top two are the top two on my screen. Oh. Joe, Joe got 17 points. Well done, Joe. Woody, 18. <laughs> 19 points for Woody. Yeah, Woody wins. So Woody wins the social media monster, higher or lower game. Uh, again, uh, echoing, what, echoing what Craig said, massive respect to John for getting those numbers for us. Yeah. Um, thank you, and guys. Massive, and a massive respect to apparently the eight people that are still watching. Yeah, I mean, those <laughs> people that are still watching, thank you very, very much. Yeah. yeah. Um, watching, they've actually fallen asleep in bed with their phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but uh, but listen, we, we've got the weekend off. Good luck to Swindon Town women this weekend, though. Uh, it was great to have them on in the first part of the show. Uh, thank you to anyone who has... That was technically yesterday now, yeah. <laughs> um, thank you to everyone who's watched this. Thank you to everyone who will watch it back, who will listen to it back. Um, I'm off to get some sleep before I celebrate my birthday. Thank you to the panellists. I mean, the likes of Woody, Joe, you, you've been on all night. And uh, the likes of Ben, Craig, Ned, uh, Nick, who joined after. Thank you very much. It has been a long one. Um, so all that's left to say is a very, very good night. Take my hand, take my hand.